Welcome to the Hellcast 2.1. I'm Matt, fired up, 2017. And I'm Michael, looking forward to being back. Houston, we have a problem. Out of the tree of life, I just picked me a plum. You came along and everything started into hum. Still it's a real good bet The best is yet to come Which brings us into our uh, First podcast of the second season, Matt It's a lot of fun We have a, uh, an improved studio uh, We've got some new equipment Some new uh, lighting Some new design Real excited about the uh, the layout here. Cleans up real well in here, yeah. as it turns out. Just like my body, your body. Yeah, you've done a heck of a job, Mike. Um, really, thanks a lot. Really appreciate it, Matt. Well, the last uh, since we've since we've met on the uh, Hellcast, we have yet to speak of and uh, have a brief conversation of the Orange Bowl. Oh, you know the taste was so bitter. And, that uh, end of the season was so bitter. It was, you know, we, you know, well, we, we were on sabbatical for a while. That's for sure. Trying to recharge our, trying to come to senses, make grip, yeah. make yeah. sense of, come to our grips. Yeah, that was a great game. As someone who went, I can tell you the experience was uh, phenomenal. Despite the loss, uh, they put on a good show there. That alumni association and that was a, uh, that stadium is g- gorgeous. Yeah, um, I'll tell you, it was a cold game. We didn't come prepared for that. It was a cold game inside there's, the. There's some irony there, eh? But um, almost got into a brawl with a Florida State fan. My kids and That's wife right. were so angry, or my my kids were just scared. My wife was angry, but. Anyway. What, what what was the impetus of the? Uh, well, when I say brawl, it's, it's more like. He was cheering into my ear so loud. We were sitting at these club seats where it was like we had our own table and four bar stools, and he was sitting at the next store with with his group. And you know, he was I was cheering for Michigan, and so he was cheering for Florida State. Then it became a sort of who's cheering louder. And then for a while, he was doing most of the cheering, and he was doing it right in my ear, and you know, clapping and um, and, uh, and I was. You know, seething. The rough first half. Uh, that's a tough. Uh, that's a tough to take. And then the second half, of course, I was really cheering loud into his face. R- I mean, yeah. bizarrely loud. Yeah. Um, and he was getting very angry, yeah. very angry. And then things didn't work out my way, and 
I ended up being the bigger man and shaking his hand at the end. Good for you. Good for you. That was it. It was more to get my family out safely. <laughs> Self-preservation. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. If I if I would have had a a clear tunnel to uh, the bus and people flagging me going it's safe this way I you know I would might have done like thrown a beer in his face and said run yeah. but yeah. yeah there was no such tunnel I hopped on that horse of theirs and skedaddled so all you know but you know as soon as you get back you start looking forward to you know signing day and yeah. you see the hall they bring in and yeah receivers galore and spring game and things have looked very nice over the summer since uh that bitter bitter loss yeah it was a South bitter end Fella. three or four we dropped uh three or four to oh, lord off a hell of a squad we sent 11 guys to the draft and uh we just couldn't get it done when it when it mattered so um coach, Har- coach harbaugh went out and uh his minions and signed a hell of a class uh Best receiver in the nation, DPJ. They may have, they may have. Three, Solomon? three. Yeah, well, Rashawn, Rashawn Gary could be the best receiver in the country too, probably if he wanted to. Yeah, I'm sure he is. He's as quick as anyone. Luigi Villane, Singleton, Ambry Thomas, Oliver Martin, Oliver Martin, Chuck Falagia, uh, Tariq Black. Oh, the quarterback out of Colorado. You know, Sandusky was recruiting uh, Fallacia for a while. Yes. He thought it was Fallacia, but uh, it was uh, with a G, not a T. It was an uncommittable uh, offer. Uh, Yeah, no, so a uh, very, very strong class uh, hauled in by the Wolverine. Just crazy good. The Omari Samuels uh, back out of Las Lunas, New Mexico. Um, just a physical freak. Reminds me of some, for some reason, Khalid Hudson. I don't know why. Different different sides of the ball, but yeah, just sort of freakish. Yes. Yeah, just big, large. I don't know how these kids are doing this in high school. These are giant men, built, racked up. Um, yes. So yeah, a hell of a, a hell of a class. Um. What, I don't know. What, is it wrong for five. two older men to be discussing the high school capabilities of young high school athletes? Yeah, it is a little crazy. Yeah, on some level, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. That's why I'm drinking. That's we're comfortable in our uncomfortability. Um, so we get past uh, signing day with a number five class, which uh, we're, we're really excited about. You know, what's not to be excited about? Um Spring ball. Boy, it, it, it br- seemed to bring out a lot of, uh, more than anything, uh, as far as the quarterback goes, it, 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 it brings out confusion. Not confusion until fall starts, but, but boy, it, it really, uh, the, all the talk was Tarek Black coming out of spring ball. Yeah. But that guy's guy the... He's the real deal. The real deal. Just schooling. Just yeah. making plays and making plays. The whole rec- all the receivers, but him in particular. Uh, yeah. That's all I was hearing. Uh, and that Wilton Jaws, you know, couldn't get it done. And Brandon Peters is going to be pushing him. And of course, you just don't know. 
Um, and ball camp opens up, and we've got another uh, completely different quarterback battle. Yeah. Who, the uh, spring game looked like uh, Brandon Peters was slinging the ball real good. Uh, beautiful, beautiful ball. But the word um, is that the minute he sees pressure, is he he kind of doesn't have the beautiful ball. No. He uh, he loses his composure just enough, and you can't. You got to be cool back there. Well, yeah. Well, I imagine when you've got Maurice Hurst and Winovich Chase Winovich and, and Monet and yeah. Gary. Yeah, breathing down your neck. Yeah, you're gonna. And, and I have to imagine there. Yeah. I'd I mean, if good. our line is stopping them, then we'll have the best line in college football. Yeah. Offensive line. Because no. nobody can stop them. I can't see that happening. So, uh, no doubt about it. And I also hear that he's just doesn't have command of the of the huddle. Uh, that he's just a little yeah. timid at this point. Yeah. Little Asbury. Uh, made mention of, but leadership, but perfect. I mean, polished in all other ways. Polished. Just got to get command and and you know and getting command of the huddle and getting command of the pocket. Yeah. You know. Uh, we've seen that thing. Yeah, we've seen the ball he can throw, and that's not the problem. No. No. It, uh, that's a beautiful ball he's th- that ball he threw in the spring game to was at Nate Shanley um that deep ball in that in the wind in the wind oh that's a good a ball as I've seen a Michigan quarterback throw in that stadium in a long time beautiful beautiful ball anyway um he's the future not, he's not gonna be our quarterback this year and that's all right well we hope you know we, he could be but that would mean two two guys probably go down injured correct so, um, so you know, coming out of spring ball, I mean, or 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 a light bulb goes on, and he just all of a sudden is commands the huddle, and yeah, sometimes that's all it is. Yeah, uh, we don't know this. He's, sometimes you just can't teach something like that. It is it's just sort of an aha moment that that you just have, and that happens in football. Even that you know, the younger you can't teach aggression, you can't teach calm and poise you can have give them a, some tools to put in their toolbox to help them do those things but ultimately that's got to come from inside them um uh, but you know certainly uh, i don't know if anything else that uh, anything big uh, we knew the defense was going to probably be pretty stout um what, what else did you hear coming out of that spring game um you know m- Pretty much what you heard right there, Mike. Uh, we didn't see a lot of the first teamers. Again, it's a mixed bag of squads. It's so a draft, yeah. Yeah, so we we don't get a feel for what we're going to see Saturday in terms of personnel. Um, but Cleet Hudson, you know, he blasted uh, Mr. O'Corn there on the goal line. Um He's a big, thick man. Yeah, he did. And he's gives no. He gives two shits about nothing. Yeah. Um, he yeah, that's your quarterback, and you're not supposed to blast him. But he's like, you're not going to get in my end zone. See? <laughs> no, right? He's prideful. Yeah. That's good to see. Oh, we we're all very excited about Cleek Hudson, big strong man, taking up uh, Pepper's position, the uh, Viper. Yeah, I think he's going to. 
He's gonna make some. He's gonna ruin some people's day. I, I think I said it last year, last uh, season during the podcast that I thought Kalik Hudson was going to not necessarily make us forget Jabril Peppers, but make, but ease his absence from the team. So I think this guy's the real deal too. And I think a lot of people believe that too. The more and more you hear about him, the more people are saying, oh, he can't, you can't replace, you know, but he can do a lot of the similar things. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Jabril was a hell of an athlete. Yeah. He was awesome. Kalik is very good. Yeah, I think what's what's what might be happening is uh, we're just getting we're going to start getting used to bringing in freak athletes that mm-hmm. and, and Jabril was maybe the first of the freakies that we brought in. We we're like, mm-hmm. and so the first your first love is always your you know your yeah. the, as they say you're always your favorite, uh, and you know if of course you can go back and say Woodson, but okay, this is a new era and the new era um, since he's the right? he's the first freak. Denard was a freak. Yeah, okay, but. Not really necessarily coming in. He just all of a sudden, holy cow, look what he can do. Right. Right, right, right. That was freakish quarterback ability once he got, yeah. Imagine him. <laughs> who, who, I don't know if it was uh, uh, the MGO blog or if it was Sam who said, I think it was MGO blog, uh, imagine, um, imagine Denard with a, a couple of years of Harbaugh quarterback training. Yeah, on the other hand, Harbaugh would never recruit Denard to be no. quarterback. No, but... I know what you mean, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Yeah. Well, imagine um, uh, old 98. Right, Devin yeah. Gardner. Devin, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, he had a lot he, of tools. He could have used uh, Jimmy Harbaugh. Yeah. As I see Jake Rudock uh, playing the Patriots in preseason just... Picking folks apart. Oh, you gotta figure there are people thinking, oh, we gotta get we gotta get him. Well then Stafford comes and signs the biggest contract in the League history. League history. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lions fans. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he has delivered for you. <laughs> yeah. I think he's got five wins versus like winning teams. Man, how many playoff games has he won? I'm sorry, has he been to? Hey man, don't hate the player. No, 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 no. I know, but it's just it's so he 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 commands it. There's no doubt about it. I mean, look at what what's his face the Redskins got. I'm di- I'm I'm digressing. I'm sorry. Cousins. Ugh, kissing cousins. All right. So then that brings us into the fall camp. The little off. Everybody's doing their workouts and whatnot. No coaches contact. Hey, yo, no touch. We can look, but we better not touch, yo. Well, hang on. We 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 just glossed right over uh, a trip to uh, Rome. Oh, right. Anonymous donor. That's sort of like the Allies in 45, and they glossed over their trip through Rome. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, so that was a pretty swell trip. Coach got to uh, hand the Pope a pair of Jordans and a helmet. That may have been 44. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's the closest thing uh, he's ever been to Jesus Christ, I think uh, his comparison was. Vicar on Earth. Vicar. <laughs> Mick Vicker. That would be like a, a priest sandwich. This is called the Mick Vicker, little Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the number seven camo. Which one? The, the Mick Vicker camo. Side of side of flies. Um, 
So Rome, that sounds, you know, what a uh, what a great trip, you know, oh, once in what a lifetime. What a what a, a tool to re- I mean, forget to forget about the um I mean, it's you know it's going to be a draw to recruits, not only recruits, but recruits parents. Look at the extracurricular you're getting going to do. You're going you're going to go see the world. The plans next week, next year are to see uh, London and then I think Paris, is it? And they're part there was, of it. They're yeah, gonna do Normandy. Normandy, oh, yeah. yeah. That uh there's yeah, that's uh, what's not to like. There's nothing not to like about it. In fact, uh no. It's a, everything to like about it. It's my dream trip. That's a hell of a trip. So good for those kids, good for the staff, you know. And you're not talking infection either. Uh no. I am not talking the uh, infection. Nor the MRSA. Well, now that you I mean talking staff um, oh, it yep. seemed like it might be a good idea to talk about staff shakeup. Uh, a little staff, yeah. We had some changes. I mean, it's just it's going to happen under Coach Harbaugh. And seasoning in the dish. He and, brings in the big guys, and then he uh, loses yeah. the big guys. He loses, yeah, but that's okay. So you lose Jed Fish, offensive quarter of UCLA. Yep, and uh, we bring in. Well, what does Coach do? He goes to the NFL. And pulls a Pep Hamilton from the Browns to be the uh, Michigan passing game coordinator. Yeah. Um, I got to think, wash or upgrade? Well, O'Corn said it's changed his his career so far. Uh, he sure did. He sure did. So I have to assume it's done pretty well for Spate and it's doing well for everybody else. And I like what Pep's done in the past. The receivers, with his uh, philosophies. He's what does he call it? The uh, no coast offense is. It's kind of a West Coast, but it's not West Coast. I think we're going to see some spread-ish concepts going on. Couple, it, it's going to be Harbaugh's offense, but I think Pep's going to have some some influence in there. Well, good. Should be his baby. Yeah. Yeah. Looking I like what I hear from him. Whenever I hear him talking, because yeah. you don't you don't get much out of the you don't get much any out of any of these guys. No, uh, Fry, who you know, oh Greg Fry, comes it was a in. nice return. We need him. We need him bad. We okay. So two fronts, two birds, one stone. Greg Fry, hell of a coach, and we have uh, downloaded the uh, Buckeyes uh, playbook. Right, yeah, because Kevin's there now. Uh, Kevin Smith from Indiana is the OC there, and Coach Fry knows that offense. Is his name Kevin Smith? Yeah, no. Well, maybe it is, but isn't there a Kevin Smith who's like a, a film producer, like um, like Bill and Ted's Excellent, Excellent Adventure? Oh, well, maybe, yeah. Oh, I, Kevin Smith, uh, that's a... Uh, all right. Is his name Kevin Smith? The dude for I, I, I he's just Coach Smith. I, I just know. knew him as Kevin. I just uh, also I'm blanking on his last name. You know, you'd think you'd be prepared for your first podcast of the year uh, well, with that name. Let's take a look because that's going to be a heck of a game this Thursday against OSU. Yeah, Indiana OSU. I mean, first game of the year. Yeah, we're, we're Indiana going to have a better chance to beat them. We're, we're halfway there. It's Kevin Wilson. Kevin Wilson. Okay, that all right. That's yeah. Right. Just like Kevin Wilson said, right. Lying in bed. Um, so Greg Fry knows Kevin Wilson's offense probably a little bit better than Kevin Smith's. 
But, uh, yeah, so Coach Harbaugh is going to be prepared for that Buckeye game. I mean, you got to know Greg Fry and Don Brown shared a room this summer and just was doing brain dumps. Uh, that's a, that's what a, offense looks like. I have to imagine a complete revamping of the offense isn't necessarily – I mean, that is a – powerful offense the way that they've got it and the the twist that he can throw into it whether it's speed up to i mean if they go up tempo with the ohio state offense oh yeah i mean ohio state like we'll get to them eventually but good lord well they did some they did a lot of that with tom herman and quite frankly last year's buckeye offense was not explosive no as as clemson no no (laughs) yeah no um well, you know. Also added, uh, what we lost, um, Fish and uh, Tyrone Wheatley. Yeah, Coach Wheatley. Yeah, that's, that's that's a big loss. That is a big loss. Uh, gosh, Coach Harbaugh moves. Jay Harbaugh moves to running backs coach. Um, I'm excited about that. I'd prefer to have Coach Wheatley, but you know, Coach Wheatley got to do what Coach Wheatley got to do. What are you going to do? You know, every time I see. Uh, young coach Harbaugh, he never seems excited. He, the guy's got no. Re- he just seems like he's really bored. Yeah, was, what's he gonna do? I mean, he's. Eh, I'm just. No, I'm just really. I'm, you know, mailing it in. Uh, I mean, either he's just the most relaxed. He's got like a blood pressure of like eighty over fifty-eight or something, and it's just. I mean, I'm you know, I'm just. Doing what I do. His nickname's not Mike Harbaugh for nothing. <laughs> I mean, he he could be like Coach Spicoli Harbaugh yeah. a, a, a little bit, but uh, I think he's a very good coach. Oh, absolutely! And I don't uh, actually. I, he would be my first. He would be my next prediction to go. Yeah, yeah. He's. I'm sure he. Well, he came from. I, I see him way. going back to the pros. Uh, and, and and maybe not the pros, but the, yeah, the pros. Um, uh, just trying to get out of his dad's shadow a bit. Um, maybe going to the Ravens again. But um, anyway, I hope he doesn't leave. Okay, hang on. There's a whole ton of uh, NFL experience uh, um, in this coaching staff. Let me see if I can't find that number. It's several years. I mean. Well, Pat Hamilton's the latest. Jay Harbaugh. Uh, Madison. Greg Madison. Zordich. Harbaugh. Smith. Harbaugh. It goes on and on and on. There's got to be... Let's see. We'll find it. We'll get back to it. It's a ton of NFL experience. Um, 23 years of NFL position coach, head coach, or coordinator experience. Well, seven coaches. Oh, 3.5, 3.3. I mean, that's that's a taste. Well, yeah, that's what those guys want. Here's what it's going to take to get there. Uh, yeah. A hell of a coaching staff. I mean, best in the nation, top three. I mean, it's, you know, flip a coin, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, pick your poison. I, I could say Michigan and not blush. Nope. That's a hell of a staff. I agree. I think it's the best. But I'm biased, so don't take my word for it. Um, 
you know, I'd like to talk about our roster, but we famously do not have There's a no, roster. There is no roster. Don't, don't foil me, boy. That's right. Um, we have a real good idea who's on that roster. And we have a real good idea what that uh, depth chart looks like. And uh, we could talk about that here briefly. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got uh, a pretty good idea who we got. Um, we're pretty confident in our quarterback. We know we have Grant Perry back and Keith Washington gone. Yeah. Uh, I I'm, I'm certain that if there was a uh, a grad transfer um, right tackle that was starting for Clemson, that I would know about it. Right. That you would know about it. Yep. Um, so I don't think we need a stinking roster. And all these people complaining that they need a roster are just looking for things to complain about. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. They want heights, weights, and all that. Right. Which yeah. I do too. I want that, but we'll get it. We'll You'll have get it, it here on Saturday. You have it. And how about Harbaugh in the press conference? He's like, oh. They ask him about the roster, and then he immediately switches it to quarterback. Well, we don't know who their quarterback's going to be either, huh? Right. Interesting. Interesting. Right. Well, yeah, that's yeah. not the issue. It's the roster. Right. But you know what? Nice segue. Nicely redirected, Coach. He's, I'm uh, on your side. He's famously petulant about his... Uh, What's what's going to drive you crazy if I don't give you? Oh, then I'm not going to give it to you. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't even thinking about it until I realized it was going to drive you crazy. Yeah, and now since it drives you crazy, I'm just not going to give it to you. Yeah, he's, a roster. Uh, it's so it's so basic. I mean, yeah. look it up. You know, make you know. Yeah, this guy's probably a little bit leaner. We did hear that uh, Wilton Spate dropped twenty pounds. Yeah. I heard that. That's very good. Yeah, that could be good or bad. I don't know. Um, if that's 20 what, pounds, that brings him down to what? Uh, 220 or 215? Still a big man. Um, shoot, the hell if I know. What was he last year? I thought he was like 245, maybe. Maybe 225 now. He was a big guy. I mean, we were talking Ruthless Bergian. Um, let's take a look at last year's roster. Um, let's see, Wilton Spate. Wow, he's a big man, 6'6", 243. So if he drops 20, that's 223. That's still a big man. Oh, yeah. Um, hopefully he can withstand, ideally, our offensive line keeps him clean, but let's face it. They are being sharpened by the finest iron Known to man outside of Valerian Steel. So, uh. Yeah, you got Don Brown sending Gary Hurst, Winovich, et al. Yeah. Yeah, you. Over and over. Yeah. And over. Yeah. Uh, I just don't understand how anybody's going to deal with that. I just sure hope there's no injuries. Yeah. All right, so that gets us going on to. Let's see. We'll start with. What are we starting with there? Offensive side of the ball, Matt. Well, we're, we're t- I mean, at? Yeah, I talking we, Wilton. We talk. We start with the quarterback, don't we? I mean, you got to start. That's the most important position on the field. QB Wilton Spate, junior well, year. That's who. That's who we're guessing is the starter. Like we said, it came out of the news from the spring game that Brandon Peters was hot on the tail of Wilton Spate. That Corn had faded. Although, if you watch the game, you're like, well. 
O'Corn was just torching with uh, Tariq Black. How did he drop so precipitously? But anyway, you know, you just don't understand it. And then, of course, that wasn't true at all. It was Spate and O'Corn heading into camp. And it was Spade all along. It was Spade all along, right? You're a, you're a sophomore starter with the numbers he had before his injury. And good. You, you, I, I'm glad you're main holding off. You should. You, uh, unless. I'm a big fan of Wilton Spade. I'm going to be on the record here in the cast. Uh, big fan. Um, big, strong man. And he had a couple ball. He had a bad game. Well, he had two bad games. Um, but the Ohio State game, what are you going to do? You're going to start John O'Corn? Uh, we saw what he looked like in Indiana, uh, or at, versus Indiana, in the big house. Oh, and, I'm uh, certainly not making an argument again. You know, a lot of, but a lot of folks, you know, he had a couple of, you know, pick six and a fumble at the goal line. And, you know, those are big mistakes. But, but for that having a backup that can step in and fill in for an injured quarterback. I, uh, I got, I got faith in Spate coming back this year and having a big year. Yeah, I, I do too. I mean, he's got all the weapons around him. Um, and, and, and if he, and if, and if he's being pushed by O'Corn, great. I um, mean, you know, we know O'Corn's got talent. We just, we know he does. And it sounds like what he needs also is, um, he needs some of a that little Jay bit of composure, yeah. right? Right, yeah. Whatever edibles Jay Harbaugh is on needs to pass him a little, little corn's way. Yeah, uh, he's got the jumps like he's being chased by the children of the O'Corn. Um, yeah, he's running the wrong direction. Yeah, into the corn stalks. Yeah. Uh, well, our oh, our predicted quarterback is going to be able to hand the ball off. To a, it's so wonderful to say this again at Michigan. A stable, stable. of running, a yep. stable of running backs. Yep. How long has it been since we've had a stable of running backs? It's been a minute. I mean, three t- tested running backs can can yeah. tote the pill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we're gonna go out on a limb. And who are you gonna go out on a limb and say is going to be the starting tailback? Uh, I, it's got to be. Um, Tony Bowles. It's Tony Bowles, all right. Yeah. Uh, according to Marcus Ray, the best running back Michigan has ever had. According to my that he's ever seen opinion that he's Tony ever Bowles seen is the, is the best that uh, I believe. Marcus, you can give me a call if I'm wrong, but I I believe you uh, you like uh, Tony Edwards Bowles. Agrees with that too. Oh, well, I mean, I loved watching Tony Bowles run too. Gosh, he and Ricky Powers. Tony Bowles was awesome, but that but, there was, but it, there was such a stable back then. They got replaced and forgotten about. Oh, you know, I John mean, Vaughn. They, John Vaughn, Jesse oh. Jansen, Housecat. Oh, I mean, I the, the the load of running backs from ninety one to ninety six, seven, eight. Oh, just you can go back to. Uh, but yeah, you can go back and go back and go back, and they just always had them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Butch Wolfold wouldn't know. No, Rob Lytle wouldn't wouldn't know. Uh, Jamie Morris, James Walker Morris was solid. <laughs> yeah, solid. Uh, yeah, he was pretty good. The school record. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go with Chris Evans. Yeah. 
He put I am too. On, put some weight on. For Although I think Karan is right behind him. Karan is right behind him and runs, may take him over. Karan runs vicious. Can little, you imagine Evans head. in a slot? That eight receiver, empty backfield. You've got five receivers out there. We've got a lot of weapons. We've and, got it's, a lot and, of it, and it's a quarterback draw. Yeah. Right. Wilton on the keeper up the middle. I mean, I, I could imagine Chris Evans in a wildcat. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't know that we run that, but I I wouldn't be bummed if we saw it. Or Kalik, uh, we won't see Kalik. <laughs> we we could. Well, unless um, unless uh, don't we have a number seven on offense? Do we? I uh, thought we did, but well, maybe, we don't have maybe a roster. We don't have a roster, so we don't. That's know. true. We don't know. Uh, all right, all right. So tailbacks, we've got uh, Chris Evans, we got Ty Isaac, and we got the Karen uh, Higdon. Ty Isaac, he's just—he's got to be ready to bust out. It's never. It's and now or never for Ty. It's Isaac. now or never. Well, it's actually now or is this his last year or next year? This is it. This is it. All right. Yeah, it is now or never then. Yep. Yep. And then we have uh, redshirt freshman Kareem Walker, power back. He'll get you that yard. Yeah, I'd like to see him uh, see what he can do, finally. Yep. He's a power back, all right. It sounds like he's a strong runner, which is a little surprising. He doesn't have giant, huge tree trunk legs, but apparently he he does how to move the pile. Find that crease. Aggression. Um. So there's four pretty good tailbacks there. Evans, that, 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 that's probably the most. Probably we'll see. maybe we'll see one. I mean, we have uh, uh, let's see. Well, Omari Samuel is probably going to be a red shirt. Kurt Taylor. Kurt Taylor probably going to be a red shirt. Well, but I wouldn't. I would. I, I would imagine one of them is probably not going to be a red shirt. Kurt Taylor may well win the Heisman. <laughs> yeah. This year. Probably not. But yeah, my guess is they both redshirt. Why wouldn't they? We'll get a taste in the Cincy game and, you know, see what they got. But there's no need for them not to redshirt. Hold it. They can play in the Cincy game? They can play in games, yeah, in redshirt. Yeah, absolutely. How many games can they play in? I think it's 33% of available uh, ball game or time. How about that? You can play in a few games. You learn something new? Oh. I figured you couldn't play in a game, or you burned your red shirt. Uh, no, you can play in X amount of games or time and not burn the red shirt. It's once you get into like league play, and you're still playing, is that's when you're burning red shirts. You can't play in league play? Well, it's not league, it's just typically the first few games are non-league. So it's, what do we got, 12 games in a season? A third of the season? Is uh, X Games there, and uh, you don't you don't want to be playing past that for fear of burning your red shirt. Okay, all right, cool. Glad I know that. There you go. So we can see all these freshmen, and I'm sure we will. But past a few games, we, uh, come October, we're not going to be seeing them if they're going to red shirt. Interesting. All right, I'm glad I know that. Um. All right. So fullback, Hammering Panda. No doubt. Big fan. Lead Hill. Khalid's a big fan. Um, 
Good hands out of the back. Great hands. Great blocker. Great. And, a, and a, just a touchdown machine. You need a yard? Give me a yard, which made me crazy. You need a crazy behind turnaround pass catch? Deception? Yeah. I'll pull that out too. And I'm going to have a bummer flashback, but that Orange Bowl, I can't believe when we recovered that fumble, that muffed punt, why we didn't run Khalid Hill three straight times to get that two yards for six points boggles the mind. I think it may have had something to do with that D-line. Khalid Hill, though. I mean, you can't tell me. In three carries, he can't get you two yards. But what do I know? I think they were, my guess is, Michigan felt they were betting on that and stacking it up, waiting for that, just that. Like, okay, well, they should have given it a a shot, a puncher's chance, but agreed. And then backing him up is... uh, Hank Henry Paggi. Coach Paggi's... Poggi. Poggi, yeah, the Italian stallion, eh? He's back coaching out east, his dad, eh? Yeah, he cut out. Cut out. So Poggi uh, backing up Hill, and then Coach Harbaugh absolutely loves the true frosh, Ben Mason. I mean, that's one of the guys he keeps talking about. He's a milk drinker, steak eater. Contact. Yeah. Delivers a blow. Arrives in a fall mood. Uh, at impact. We're very excited to see what Ben Mason can do down the road. Uh, yeah. I can't imagine he's going to usurp uh, Khalid Hill. Now, if I remember correctly, Masons were bricklayers. Well, yeah. These It sounds like Ben Mason can hit like a fucking brick. Yeah. Yeah, I would have uh, not been... Or, or, and this is part of what I was thinking, he came in as a backer, linebacker. Correct. Wasn't too keen on the switch to fullback initially. I, I see where you're going. And Harbaugh has just been Talk pumping him, him up, pumping him up, pumping him up. Yeah. Because that's what you do when you want your, you know, when you, you know, when the guy, you want to keep the guy, you want, don't want the guy to leave, but you want him over here. And he's a little. But that, I could be completely wrong, but I can see the strategy by doing that as well. So well, um, I, I hope it's the the uh, the former. He was a three star um, crew as an inside linebacker. So he, which he, is you know he's that a works, thumper that works at a lot of places. It's probably not going to cut it at Michigan when you've got four stars. Yeah, guys will get a little more speed and a little yeah. bit more uh, coverage skills. Um, you're probably better at fullback at in Ann Arbor, and you're going to be utilized a, quite a bit. Oh, Herbaugh loves his fullback. Yeah, gosh, love, he's he claims it's the identity. He's what did he say? It was something along the lines of, uh, "There's no position on the team that uh, serves as the identity of the team more than the fullback." Well, in his opinion, yeah. And who might argue? That's. You yeah, that's it. funny. You know, and um, here's a little anecdote. Let's talk. All right, we're going back to 1985, and maybe I brought this up before. I know I did last last year. But in watching, you know, the, you know they, they did the replay of, um, of the, the score yeah. that beat Ohio State. Um, in fact, they're writing a book. There's a book about it, I believe. Or it's a documentary or something. And, all, and let's see, Fritz Saferth. Oh, you're and, talking 69. Uh, 
No, it wasn't 69. It was um, Dennis Johnson, Fritz Saferth, and... Um, Dennis DJ from the Celtics? Not Dennis. Um, Franklin? Dennis oh. Franklin. Yeah. Uh, 72, maybe? Yeah. Uh, all three of these guys were on a, on a Sam show talking yeah. about it and the play and um, how the quarterback who, who had come in um, in relief the game for Michigan. And I'm trying to – it wasn't Dennis Johnson, though. It was his backup. Dennis Franklin. Dennis Franklin. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, – certainly wasn't Dennis Johnson. Uh, it it uh, was Dennis – it wasn't Dennis Franklin either. It was his backup who came in and audibled just like they had practiced. If you see this – you talking about the Billy Taylor touchdown? Yes, yeah. where Fritz Saper throws the, uh, the, okay. the 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 clinching block. Yeah, that's as fullback. Seventy one. Seventy one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. believe that there's a book or a documentary coming out just on that play. Yeah. On one single play, and um and 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 the and the, and the anyway, so I'm listening to um uh, um TKA TKA and uh, and the three of these guys on there and Fritz Saperth and um. And remembering when I sat down in Fritz Saper's office in '85, and he said, "We're looking at you at, at running back," you know, and terrifying me because I knew that meant yeah. fullback, not tailback. Yeah, that meant you're running the ball up the middle because you're not fast. You're, you know, you have to bulk up, and and I thought, well, that's just terrifying to me, and so I won't play football. I'll just, yeah, be admitted. Um, um, and so I think about Ben Mason coming over there to that side of the football. And um, Larry Sippa was the quarterback. He checked into it. Right, yes. Larry yes. Sippa. There we go. It was uh, in the uh, Coach Hanlon's uh, yeah. game notes for the. Uh, Which they have, the original game notes. Yep. They, in preparation, they called the name of the uh, play Recognition 8 Call Passability. If uh, Ohio State went to an eight man goal line front, and they did, and quarterback, backup quarterback, Larry Sippa. Backup. Yeah. Heady. He audibled out of of uh, Schembechler's call. Yeah, right. That's gotta be. That's gotta take some balls. Yep. But that's what he was taught to do in practice. And then optioned it beautifully. I mean, what a great play. Brandsetter was our right tackle. Reggie McKenzie. Yeah, just a slew of big time players on that squad. Fritz Seifers with your uh, fullback. Yeah, he was the fullback. He was the kickout. And you know, at the time, I didn't. Re- I didn't know that. When when I was, he was touring me around the practice, I didn't realize he was a former fullback at Michigan. I just knew he was the director of recruiting. So, yeah. um, you know, had Harbaugh been there to sell it to me? Like, come on, we right. want you at fullback. Right. Come on, you know there may have been a big difference, but there, oh, he wasn't a, there. That's a hell of a Harbaugh was on the team actually. That is time. a hell of a block. Yeah, right. right here. Yeah, and and. Back then, the fullbacks, their, their their shoulder pads just made them look like they were just so enormous. Watch the fullback there. Oh, yeah, that is beautiful. Just destroys oh, him. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the touchdown Billy Taylor. I mean, it gets it done. Yeah. Anyway. There's so. a, okay, we've digressed. Now, uh, a beautiful we've got... Um, all right. Uh, 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 some uh, some thing uh, up in front to block for them. I figured we'd save uh, the the fun times for the last group, and we move to Lyman right now. Uh, yeah, left tackle, Captain. 
Captain, Captain Cole. Captain Cole, this is your captain. I will be directing your pass attack with my protection. Please remain calm and deliver the pass. Yeah, he's going to be uh, a nice left tackle. He will struggle. He will have his hands full in one game. And that is the final game. Um, because the Buckeyes have some DNs. <laughs> they have a slew of them, huh? They've got four of them. Three, uh, three, okay. How about this stat? And I don't want to ring up the OSU too much, but in the vote poll of top defensive players, three of the top ten were de- Buckeye defensive ends. Yeah, they're very good. They're very good. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, but he'll be, he's getting sharpened against uh, Gary every day. And if anybody on the Buckeyes is better than Gary, then good for them. If they're as good as him, then right. Okay, they are. Right. But they ain't better than him. Yeah. I can't see it. No. Well, yeah. I don't know, but from what I'm hearing, that from the people who do know, yeah, that's all bets are off. So he's getting sharpened. We got a. Uh, we know he's going to be solid. Yeah. Mason Cole's n- nothing to worry about there. Great run blocker. He's he's quick. He gets that second level. He'll bury you. Um, he's not a giant man, a prototypical left tackle, but he's certainly sufficient. Um, Played it before, so yeah, yeah. He's as a freshman. He's been playing since he came to campus. Um, so he's. I'm thrilled, Mason. Mason freaking Cole. Uh, our left guard is going to be uh, Mr. Bredesen, Ben Bredesen out of Wisconsin, um, who played as a true freshman last year. Um, had his moments. He played as a true freshman at other moments. Yeah. I would imagine he will improve. Well, like Harbaugh says, the biggest jump is between the freshman and the sophomore year. And and you know it. It's just a confidence thing. You're a pup amongst the old men, and now as a sophomore, you're just one of the group. It's tough at that position as a true freshman. Oh, it's got to be just impossible. Yeah. I mean, those are big, big boys, and you've got another playbook. Inside out. Yeah. So that's that's a – for him to have played at all, and for Mason – I mean, just a – Feathers in their cap. So I'm I'm comfortable with the left side of the line there. Our center, it sounds like uh, Patrick Kugler, veteran veteran uh, Kugler, um, is going to get the nod. He's, Good. I think he fought off uh, the true frosh out of uh, IMG Caesar Ruiz. Oh, well, he's going to be a stud. Yeah. Who, if we can get him a red shirt? Well, uh. we're, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. Maybe. Maybe. Doubtful. Doubtful. But maybe. Um, I don't know that that's going to matter. He might be good enough that he's just gone in a few years. I think so, yeah. He may not see a senior year. Right. Um, if we're lucky. So um, we might as well play him. So Patrick Kugler, um, so he came in as a highly touted recruit, yeah, if you recall. His, I do. His uh, father was at that time the offensive line coach for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And has since moved on to be a head coach for a uh, New Mexico State or something like that. Um, but has, you know, his technique-wise is solid the whole bit. But he came in with, like, a torn labrum. And oh, that's tough. He had a tough time recovering from that. Uh, at that um, position, it would seem, or anywhere on the line. Yeah. Because well, it's constant. Yeah. You're constantly using your labrum. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Yep. And for those of you who are not familiar with what the labrum is, it's 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 the area um, um, it's the area between the big toe and the second toe. It's from um, this the, the market toe and um, the basket toe. So good luck to him. I could be wrong. It could be in your chest. I'm not sure. It's a it's hard to tell, really. It's, I mean, medicine isn't a science. It's whatever it is you want it to it's be. It's whatever you want it to be. Um, Leo Spichemin. Dr. Spichemin. Um Yeah, so Kugler, um, I have no problem there. Um, he's clearly got to show us that he's prepared to play uh, center and run that offensive line. Um, our right guard is the big man out of uh, Detroit. Okay. Big Mike, Big Mike on Wahoo, who is tilting the scales at... Who knows? We don't know. 330, 340? I think he lost 20 pounds. Feels better than he ever has. I think he lost 20 off of 385, though. It was some crazy... I think he's still like 360 pounds. But light enough on his feet... But light enough on his feet to play guard, so... A lot of movement there, and he's always, they've always said he's just, it's amazing his feet, footwork with that size. Yeah. It sounds like uh, Coach Drevno doesn't want him at a particular weight. He just wants him at a conditioning weight. Yes. He can go four quarters. If you can, you can go four quarters at 400 pounds, go nuts. Yeah. But, but you better be able to go four quarters. It doesn't sound like in practice. You can last four quarters going 400 pounds or whatever the hell he was. Uh, I'm sure. So he's at a weight that hopefully the co- the coaches are comfortable He doesn't with. look that big. He's very dense. You just don't, yeah. I mean, it's like his bones are made out of... Neutron? Uh, right. Yeah, just like uh, cast iron. Yeah. He must be just... I, I would when you not look at him, he's just squared up by that guy. Uh, you're fucking three hundred seventy-five pounds. Yeah. You don't you don't look it. Yeah, but you are just rock solid. He's just a big rock. Yeah, that can move. Granite. And then our, what's our right tackle looking like, Matt? Well, and here is where we start scratching our heads and adjusting our neckties. Um, oh, yes. This is a, a potential problem. Um, it looks like it's. John Runyon is going to get the nod, um, but it could be Bushel Beatty. Junior John Runyon. Right. The uh, the uh, son of Mr. Runyon. All pro. All, all American. American. Giant space-eating man. He was a great, great lineman for, for the blue. Uh, sometimes it's just getting your chance. Yeah. Yeah, he well, certainly well, got it in his blood. We are hopeful. We we need to see it. It's a it's state of Missouri. It's a show me position. Remember when we didn't even worry about this? When we there was back in you know, they would just come back in every year and have a great line, and yeah. uh, and we weren't following it closely. We just expected them to have a decent line. Was it going to be Dean Dingman? Is it going to be uh, you know, Scrappinak? I mean, who's this guy? I mean. And uh, for twenty uh, now years? we just follow it too closely, and we're just worried about it. Well, but we, haven't, we haven't had five wide in a long time. No, we took it for granted. We should have listened. 
with the slew of, yeah, it was back like when we had a stable of running backs and we had this yeah. and we had that. And that kind of went hand in hand, right? Yeah. And you got a kick ass O line just moving people. Um, well, we're getting back there, um, but we're hopeful on our right tackle. So it's Runyon or Bushel Beatty, or it might be Ulitzio uh, or Spinellis. Uh, we don't know. We don't know what that right tackle is, and that might be a big problem. That will be, when we talk about Florida here in a bit, that may be a problem. Yeah, they got a D. What, DN they got there. some DNs there. Um, all right, so as we whisper our right tackle, um, want to talk tight end and then get to receiver? Tight end? Yeah, heck yeah. So we lose All-American Jake Buck. He was um, pretty good. Mackey. Um, he was real good. Yeah, as it turns out. I think he's got school records and whatnot. Um, His family had the best jerseys, too. Papa butt. Yeah. Cigarette butt. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Don't mind me. I'm just taking a leak right here, uh, right on the floor. That sounds like the prisoner. Um, oh, yeah. Prisoner. Ian Bunting um, and Ty Wheatley. Oh, I'm looking forward to see Ty Wheatley... Uh, Show me what I know we can do. But also, don't forget about um, um, our hybrid tight end, who... We've got a couple. Just may be a magician out there. I mean, to go along with our next group that we'll cover. I mean, we're going to throw a 6-7 hybrid tight end. He's really not the blocker. He'll probably split out from the end a little bit when he runs his plays. Um. Oh my goodness! Talking, what, a, what a receiving core that would be. You talking Sean McCune? No. Oh no, it was Gentry. Oh uh, yeah, well yeah, the converted quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, he's he is awesome. He just a monster target heading down. No, I know we got. I know McCune's a, a stud receiver. Ty Wheatley and Ian Bunting. I mean he. He showed his chops in the Florida State game. Uh, yeah, he's got Big some hands. Um, so I'm not worried at all. It's blocking I'm worried about, and I think we've got that settled for what we need. Um, it sounds like... Um, 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 Wheatley Jr. is going to be your blocker. Wheatley Jr. will be, but but we do... Which one is it, McCune? Or, uh, McCune's a freshman, and um, Bunting... Um, well, uh, the the main focus for Bunting has been improving his blocking. So if he's making any steps, because you can't just you you can't just you, you've got to have somebody who can block and receive because otherwise you're tipping your hand yeah, at what you we're going to run. So you got to keep uh, Whereas with Jack Zach Gentry, I mean, you know he's going to go out for a pass. But hey, you know what? You got someone that's going to cover the six seven dude flying down the throw him the in middle. The I mean, good luck to yeah. you. Because I've got this six four dude. I've got yeah. the, I mean, motion him out to the slot and see that safety uh, try and cover that dude. Take them all out and just hit, just hit Oliver Martin on a New England Patriots little. All right, so we'll get back to that group in a second. But no doubt, that's a sweet group. And you uh, know Harbaugh loves his fullbacks and tight ends, and and uh, so they will be involved. Involved and yeah, should be exciting. 
Lots um, of weapons there. Yeah, nothing wrong with our tight ends. Wide receiver is very, very, very exciting. Best recruiting class of wide receivers of all time. It's got to be. And we went back this a few, a few weeks ago trying to figure out when was it Callaway and and uh, what did we what did we finally um, McMurtry was in there McMurtry and Callaway one, number class. one and number three receivers that we got back in like '86 or something like that. Yeah, and I remember being on campus that and that making some of the rounds. We we knew we had signed the number one wide receiver. And then when we got the number three, at that time I think we thought it was the number two. We were just like, "Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know how? You know, yeah. look at these receivers we're signing." Um, yeah, we've got a hell of a class. We've got uh, well, Peoples Jones. Yep, number and, you one know. in the nation and an absolute freak athlete. <laughs> Might be the freakiest God. athlete on the in the nation. Um, for that Rashawn class. Gary's got something to say about that. Well, in that class. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Craziness. You've seen all the stats. You've seen all the videos. I mean, the guy's got he's a freaky jumping ability. Yeah. Whether it's long distance or upwards or yeah, he's got pogo sticks in his legs. Yeah, I mean, I his name ought to be Pogo. A high schooler dunking over three classmates. Um. A fifty-two inch box jump, uh, like like it was nothing. He's he's unusual. He has got some superpowers. Um, Tariq Black at this point, and he's small, like and, he, what, and he's and he's highly intelligent. Yeah, he's like a pre-med guy. And, um, I mean, he wants to be the best on and off the field. Yeah. So I don't, you know, don't rule anything out when you because Tariq Black's the guy that's getting the press this summer. Yeah. And this fall. Like DPJ is, may take that personally and say, you know what, I'm going to close that gap. Like, right he now. may. Yeah. Or, or not. And we've got two freaks on the outside. And Tarek Black may have, it sounds like he's the one who took it personally. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, I'm sitting here in Connecticut and nobody knows about me at all. Well, motherfucker, motherfucker. You know, it's like uh, yeah. when Judge Smales um, wants, you know, complains about the buffing on his shoes in Caddyshack and that caddy well what you motherfucker I'm gonna tell you you know and he starts grinding away on his shoes on the <laughs> that's right that's right that's <laughs> yeah, like well, what number 15 wide receiver in the well, I'll show I'll you, show you. I'll, I mean uh, and I'm gonna go to that same school where that number one wide receiver is and I'm gonna show them all yeah and then Oliver Martin who looks like sounds like he is well, he's an artisan. He's an elite right. athlete. He's a, he's a patriot. Um, the Patriots have already drafted him. He's like a not world class, but he is U.S. class. He's a very good swimmer. He's a fish. Um, he's a very good baseball player um, and an outstanding receiver. And he had the second best spark to- score in the country. Yeah, he's very, very good. He's very, very good. Just a technician and an athlete. Yep. And um, and we bring and then we also have uh, who else did we sign? We signed uh, Nico Mar- Collins. Nico Collins, yeah, the giant. Who's just got monster wingspan? Who, who's who, who's who's been concentrating on academics lately? But uh, he may has joined cabinet. He he may he may, he would have been like the best receiver that hoax ever recruited. <laughs> I know. And he's I mean, Nico's right here going, "What the hell did I do?" She. I mean, 
Good Lord. Look at these receivers. But yeah. Nico. Um, so we've got a hell of a class. Well, I'm, I, we, we can't forget about um, uh, Nate Shanley, who it sounds Walk like. Walk you know, Jordan Glasgow certainly pulling for him. Yeah. Who just received a scholarship. But um, this guy sounds like um, he's another one of those uh, uh, guys who will fight for fight for some playing time this yeah. year. Yeah, he will get his opportunity. Um, and, of course, Kakoa Crawford. He's going to be probably your number one receiver to start the year. Yeah, hell of a Big, blocker. Big, hell of a blocker. Great hands. I mean, he came out as a top 100 or just outside top 100. Eh? Uh, he was an Army All-American. Yeah, he's no... He's no slouch. Chap liver. He's very good. Mo Ways. Mo Ways is... Uh, no longer Drake Harris on that depth chart. Yeah, Drake got moved. Our, our local favorite. We were pulling for Drake. To we be, were. Good Lord. Remember we're last year? for him. I was talking to his dad uh, during like the first or second podcast, and he's oh, telling yeah. me that, oh yeah, he's number two. Well, he was number two behind uh, 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 Chesson or Darbo. And yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Is that well, right? Well. A father's pride knows no bounds. That's true. That's true. Um, so we're bringing back, like you said, Kikoa Crawford. We're bringing back Eddie McDoom. Can't forget about Eddie. Eddie McDoom, our fly sweep artisan. Uh, you know what? Uh, some of these guys are very prideful. I hope they all stick around. And we bring back Grant Perry, who knows how to run around. Yeah, he does. He'll get your first down. Um, if not for some league, just stay out of East Lansing. How about that? Right. Good grief. There's nothing. Ain't nothing going on in room. East Lansing. No. <laughs> so you just stay away from East Lansing. Damn. Um, oh, what was his name? Clank? No. Hogan? No, not Hogan. Um, no. Uh, Scatman Carruthers? Yeah, what was his name? Mr. Halloran? Mr. Halloran? Yeah. Mr. Halloran, what's in room MSU? Yeah. Nothing but problem. Nothing in room MSU, but you don't need to go there anyway, so stay away. <laughs> Yeah, Grant Perry could have used a meeting with Halloran. Um, you like ice cream, Doc? Yeah. <laughs> of course, we know what happened to Halloran. He got a freaking axe to the head. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, some good advice. I'm going to tell you, get axed in the skull. Yeah, talk about amazing. He going to get axed in the maze? Or oh, no, that's where... <laughs> Yeah. Well, okay, so bottom line, wide receiver is uh Oh flush. It is a flush for, for as long as we can see. Do they ever need to recruit another wide receiver for thirty years? Doubtful. I don't think so, because these kid these these receivers will have kids and right. they'll send them to Michigan. Yeah. Good grief. Plus with the cloning system the, the you know, the cloning um program they have going at U of a Med now, uh they yeah. should have Thirty to forty of these boys from Brazil, um, yeah, on our roster the, uh, in no time. Yep, yep, no doubt. Um, and so that leaves us with that's our offense. Well, we special teams. We're going to have a kicker who's going to be kicking some field goals, and his name's local man, Rockford native, and host of Harbaugh's Sleepover, Quinn Norton. Sort of been itching to see what this guy can do uh, because you know he's got the leg. Well, what did we see in the spring game? We saw him hammer a field goal. That would have been good from 
I mean, 65 folks that were there said it went. I mean, this might be some urban, urban legend, but it was over the field goal posts at what? 40, 45 would have been good from deep 60. I mean, he has got a big leg, big leg. And let's just hope it's accurate. Um, we're going to miss Kenny Allen, but, you know, I've got no problem with Quinn Nardine. We'll have to see what he does when the lights are on. Speaking of kickers, you think he's going to be an Ali Haji? Because uh, Ali Haji, Sheik's daughter, works for the Griffins, and she uh, met her recently. Uh, oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. How about oh. that? Uh, one of the uh, the GM of the Griffins brought it said, Michael, I think you're going to be interested to meet this young lady. This is Ali Haji Sheik's daughter. No I'm like, are you kidding me? And she's like, you know, she's a very nice young girl that just started working with the Griffins. And um, I'm like, oh my! And I like, I'm like, I'm like bowing. I'm like, oh, Ali Haji Sheik's daughter. <laughs> Ali Haji, he was Iranian, wasn't he? Um, I think he's Irish. I think he's Irish German. Oh yeah, he is. That's right. Uh, Comanche. Yeah, he's two fifteenth. Two fifteenth Comanche. That's right. Um, yeah, he had a big toe. Um. Nordine. Yeah. Big toe. So um, he's our field goal kicker, extra point kicker. Um, do we know that he's doing kickoffs? We don't know that. From what I heard from Coach Harbaugh, there's going to be a different kicker from the place kicker and the punter. But, you know. I don't we'll know who see. that is. We'll find uh, that out. Presumably a big, a big kicker. Uh, my guess is it would be... Um, could it possibly be um, our fraternity brother's relative, Tice? Oh, could be. I believe Matt Tice Has is, a, is is his uh, is is related to a kicker on the team. Well, that'd be awesome. Even if not, uh, mention a Matt Tice. Yeah, all right, all right, Matt Tice. Good to see you. Hope hey, you're listening. Hey, yeah, no doubt. From down under. He's living down under. Um, Brad Robbins, uh, big, big foot, uh, is going to be our punter, it looks like. Um, he's got a, he's yeah, got a lot of... Yeah, right. Highly touted, this big guy. Hang his time, leg. This guy. Crazy, crazy hang time. Depending on the recruiting service, uh, he's the number one punter in America. Uh, that old woman, Surratt. Who conspired against Lincoln? Oh, I think had no. uh, a shorter hang time than this dude's puns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When that trapeze fell, man, she was done in three seconds, and his ball was still hanging there. I mean, it was crazy because they had done it. They they pulled the lever. Um. Uh, what do they call that dude? Not the hangman. The hangman. Was he got a different? And right when he pulled it, Robbins punted. And she was dead before the ball landed. So his hang time was uh, far greater than Surratt's. Yeah. Anyway, that's just that's a small that's just trivia that that's you get a, here at the Hailcast. That's a little nugget for you. Well, bring that back to the water cooler. Right. Brad Robbins. Talk about it. Yeah. He's he's also no relation to the motivational speaker, although he. Tony. His, his punting leg is motivating. Tony, you know. Hey. He's got that big face, comes at you through the TV, tells you what you want to know. And to the um, 
let's talk about our um, bread and butter here. Holder, Garrett Moores. Our um, long Holder snap, of the year. Our, oh, yeah. Yeah, and our long snapper, uh, Andrew Robinson, Jr. Told my son today, you got to practice lawn snapping. Yeah, Garrett Because I'm no good at it. I go, how long do you practice? Well, I don't practice. I go, well, uh, that's why you're not good at it. You want to be center, do you? <laughs> you do have to practice long snapping. Right, yeah. It it's just not just something that comes natural. Yeah, you don't just Xbox that. Um, although I did today. I put a little Madden today. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Which teams? Uh, Illinois, Ohio State? No, Madden's uh, the Pro League. Oh. I played the Viking versus the uh, Panther, and I guess. <laughs> Good Lord. I was getting. Did beat. you lose a bet? No, I didn't lose. I uh, my son quit in the third quarter. How did you pick those two teams? Uh, randomly, mostly. Uh. Matthew picked the Panthers, and I figured I'd give him a shot by picking the Viking, Teddy Bridgewater. All right. Well, you got Cam Newton. I guess that's sort of a, a kid's. Yeah, he he was good with that. Yeah. He heard that Cam did the dab now and again. So. He oh right. Dab. Yeah, he's a big yeah. fan of that. Yeah. Um, defense, Don oh. Brown. Don freaking Brown. He's the best there is. Best in the business. Best there is and best there ever will be. Best, uh, gosh, he's good. And he's not a complicated name. It's two syllables. I'm Don Brown. Hey, I don't want to spend a lot of time on my name, all right? It's two syllables. It's Don Brown. That's <laughs> right. Dr. Blitz. Yeah, just call me Don. Or just call me Doc. Doc Brown. That was, What's he going to roll out there? He's going to roll out, uh, started on the uh, D-line. Um, best player on the team, Rashan Gary. Oh, Rashan. Rashan Gary, who is an absolute freak athlete. Um, he's got his opportunity. He's stepping up. He's going to get some snaps. And uh, I pity the fool that tries to block that man. There's going to be some tackles in the league. They're going to wonder how in the world am I going to block this guy for He a ball can game. power through you. He can run straight past you. He can do it any way he needs to do it. Uh, what I think it was um, Pep Hamilton talking about, he was asked in his press conference, give me a couple of the best plays you saw. Uh, you know, it was... Uh, it may have been Sam's interview with him in his new little podcast, Inside Michigan, um, whatever, Inside Schembechler Hall, who said, uh, you know, give me, give me, a, a, or it could have been some other interview, I don't really recall, but anyway, um, give me a couple of plays that you saw, blah, 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 and, and they were both defensive. Did you hear this? Pep, yeah. Yeah. And then he described the Rashawn Gary where there were three guys that went to him, and he gave one of them a, a shuck move, another one a spin move, and he powered through another one. And yeah. he did all the three moves and you dominated. Know, dominated. Yeah. Um, and then the other the other example was a Winovich play. But, I mean, both both were just uh, – which is no surprise coming from – you know, I mean, that's another form of coach speak. I'm not going to praise my side of the ball. He's also the number one – the only consensus number one recruit that's ever been a number one recruit. All uh, recruiting services said he was the best guy coming out. Oh, he's the first consensus. Rashan, yeah. Really? Yeah. He's number one, first one on Michigan's all, ever had. Yeah, he's the number one on all three boards, um, all the big boards. So, well, yeah, okay. Well, it's that's proven. He's he's very very good. 
and we have high expectations that he will have a great year. Yes, we're not worried about that side of the ball. And his back up there. Carlo Camp? Carb- yeah. And, uh, sounds like he played through a broken hand through the uh, fall camp. And it sounds like he's pretty decent. Could, is, he was is, a higher, he was a, he was no spring he was no uh, he's hell of a recruit. Well, I say that because they talk about depth. You know, they talk about we don't have any returning. We lost so much on defense. It's such a myth. Take a look. It's it, it, it's such a myth. Well, we're talking about depth at the very highest level. I mean, we're talking about. But we're also talking about contending teams. They have no start. Okay, I guess people with their name on the starting roster. Yeah, all right. Not a lot of those guys are turning, but as soon as you know, three plays, the, these other guys came in, and they played a shit ton, and, you know, we all know that. And so very excited about uh, the starters on that line and uh, the, the the depth that is building behind them. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... It's just uh, the injuries. Do we can, we... can we hold off a Monet injury or a Rashawn injury or... Yeah. Well, what was nice about last year is we were able to rotate eight deep on the D-line. When you've got Rasha and Gary coming off the bench, you've got a deep line. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> right. So yeah. we've got uh, Gary on uh, one defensive end. On the other defensive end, we've got uh, Chase Winovich. Up to 265. Big man. Um, I think they call it the buck position. In Brown's defense, uh, five and a half. Because he's a runner. Yeah, he's a chaser. He's our blitz. He's tracking him down. Yep. Yep. It sounds like he's just gotten better and more comfortable. And for a guy who switched around a few times, a few times before finding his niche and then getting big, it sounds like he's at the perfect weight right now. Yep. He certainly has the motor. I mean, we saw that last year. He's a high strung guy. Uh, um didn't I mean honestly, didn't see a lot of issues with him. Actually was very pleased when I'd see him in the game last year. Yeah. Um uh The only but, thing he struggled with was his size. So if if a big tackle locked up on him, he just couldn't get off that block. But, but he's put the weight on. He's put the weight on now. And presumably he can uh shed that block and make a play. And he replaces last year's number one round draft pick, Taco Charlton. Yep. Who I just saw a video of him serving tacos after a sack yeah. to uh, yeah. to some teammates, which was, uh, of yeah. course. Of course. Yeah. And our defensive tackles, uh, maybe a first round, certainly a second round pick. We have back on the line. Were they saying that he was going to be a? He could, probably could have been a first round pick this year. Yeah, he may have been. He was definitely a second round pick by anyone's standards. Number one rated on Pro Football Focus for, yeah. and he's coming back. Quarterback pressures from an inside uh, D lineman. He's got a crazy first step. Just bonkers fast. Uh, Mo Hurst. We're talking about Mo Hurst Junior. Maurice. Quick, 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 cat quick. And into the backfield for the handoff for in shotgun situations, legitimately. Like, yep. could take the ball He's from the quarterback. He's that fast getting he is, around. He's unblockable. And big. Um, yeah, big enough. He's big. Not crazy big, but. No, he's not Brian Monet big, but he's big. 290? Yeah, he's a big guy. 285? 
That's, That's defensive tackle. Big enough. Uh, yeah, 280, 290, thereabouts. Um, shoot, he ran a little tailback in high school, didn't he? I think he did. A famous uh, couple clips of him rumbling and stumbling. Oh, my God. I remember seeing those when he was recruited. Oh. It was bonkers. The, right. the, the moves, the speed that this kid had. Yeah. For yeah. a size that. And our nose tackles, the... Uh, you know, star-crossed, injury-prone, big man out of Utah, Brian Monet. Number three ranked player coming into last season's fall camp. Yeah, Harbaugh's first year, yep. Yeah. Yep. So we have high hopes for Brian, but he's... No, last year. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, no. He didn't get injured. When's the... Okay, the year he got injured. All right, was that two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, that was coach's first first uh, look at the team. He's number three guy. He's just been injured. He's been injured. Well, let's hope that struggled with his boy a little bit. Did you see that photo that like he and Rashawn and Hurst like and Winovich walking out like with their backs like that looked like they were walking towards the practice field and it was just a shot from the back the side of them. Yeah. Monet just looks he's a big ginormous. Man. He's a big man. He's not going to be chasing down a lot of. Balls on the uh, edge, but you know. I mean, and Gary looks like a sprinter. I know. And of course, two hundred ninety pound sprinter. Gary can run with the corners and safeties. He's got the better shuttle time, eh? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's problem for a lot of folks. Yeah, that's that's too bad for you. Um, So um, we're excited too of our true frosh out of Georgia, Mr. Aubrey Solomon. Well, he'll he'll be getting some playing time. There was that kick-ass little uh, video of was that the Oklahoma drill? Yep, where he destroyed Bredesen, just destroyed him. The old push and pull, hey? Oh, that's to a T. Glasgow's bread and butter move there. Jack in as soon as you try to stabilize and get your weight forward, um, you're coming forward. Yep. Yeah, with a quick yank. Yeah, hello. Uh, Jiu-jitsu. and it's not even supposed to be a tackle, as I understand it. No, you're just looking to hold your, make the running back move. Yeah, and he hammered him. That poor, <laughs> that poor walk on. That'd have been you, Mike. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's what. There was that's, a bunch of demo squad dudes and casts, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that seems like a big. I got party ass. I kept a lot of partying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd rather do that than get blasted by freaking Aubrey Solomon. Yeah, well, as it turns out, I made the wrong decision, but oh well. It all worked out. Wait, you're still walking. Well, I am still walking, yes. Um, so we've got a solid defensive line, there's no doubt. No doubt, no drop-off there. Um, God. Monet. Des- despite. Gary Hurst. Despite. What we what we graduated, yeah, that's a solid D line. Oh, there's a lot of. Well, we're gonna see what kind of what they can make up for. Yeah, they only return one starter. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. Well, good luck with that. I hope you yeah. go into the game with you, that mentality you, there. You, yeah, you keep on believing that, because uh, you're gonna get wrecked. Um, again, uh, remember last year? How many cornerbacks finished the ball game? Oh, remember how that streak was going? There weren't many. There wasn't DeAndre Francois survived. Colorado dude was pretty tough. He kept he getting tough. knocked out and coming back. Yeah. God, he was tough. Barrett finished the ball game, and I think the, the Hawkeye, whiskey guy. Yeah, he survived. 
Man, but they all took shots. Half half the quarterbacks that we faced didn't survive. Well, we I think they eventually started adjusting to the fact that we're, we went through this team three takes of them out quarterbacks. Sparty. Yeah, we broke the one dude's leg and knocked one of them out, and then the uh, third fella, um, Terry, um, he got Terry cloth. He was ripped. He got whooped up pretty good. Um. So more of the same there. Our Viper will be spoke of earlier, uh, Kalik Hudson. We're excited about Kalik. Dang, he's going to be all over the field. Yeah, big, strong, fast man with uh, a killer instinct. Um, yeah. Who does he remind you of, anybody? Uh, historically? Historically. Michigan yeah. man? Oh, Michigan man. It could be anyone. But you're thinking of somebody. Not necessarily. I'm thinking of somebody, um, but I was thinking about somebody uh, pro-wise, like um, um, uh, like a Ronnie Lott. But Ronnie Lott was more of a DB, but yeah. well, he was a headhunter. He was like a linebacker. Um, Palomalu, a little bit like that. Palomalu. I need to see him play at this position before I can make that judgment because yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I have a feeling... I could probably answer that once I get uh, 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 yeah. watching him for a game. Yeah. But right now, he Bob looks... Bob Sanders out of Iowa oh, yeah. for the uh, Colts. God, yeah. He was tough. He was too tough for his own good. He hurt himself by compressing his spine all the time on these crushing hits. He was yeah, healthy. he was... we we got to hope Kalik stays healthy because I think he's a he has no regard for his body. Exactly, right, yeah. But he's hurt himself. Um, but so he looks like he's he's such a he is such a mass. His his body doesn't look fragile. No. It looks so solid. Uh, uh, God. Yeah. He's, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. He's a big man. You knock on that wood. He's a he is put together. Um, Cleek Hudson's our viper. Um, I've got no problems with that. I think who's backing him up? Uh, Glasgow maybe. Um, Yes, Glasgow is, as well as... Uh, Who's the uh, nuclear engineer guy? Aerospace guy? Bigger fella. We gotta know this. He came in and backed up Jabril when the big heavy sets came in. Outside line. Noah Furbush. Furbush, there you go. Yeah. yeah, he's also... So, actually... Yeah, I'm not. I guess I'm not sure really between the two of them. I, I kind of gotta go with Manoa Furbush as the uh, backup to Kalik at this point. Yeah. I would I would consider uh, Jordan Glasgow more the backup to our strong safety. Yeah, uh, I think Glasgow's got a little bit more flexibility. He's a little smaller, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and I think we need more of a, a, a backer size yeah. at that Viper. Um, but I think Jordan Glasgow, who just earned. Uh, three for three the scholarships for the Glasgow boys uh, is going to see some significant playing time because he's you know there's something about those guys they just understand football are and are in the right places and uh, I, I have to imagine that he's going to get himself onto the field and then become a mainstay on the field they're just mm-hmm. that just seems to be the DNA of those folks yeah and I hope it is because that's uh, as much talent as there is, he'd have to beat out to get on the field. Yeah, I still believe that uh, he'll well, get there. His both of his brothers are in the league, You're right? I mean, they're playing in the NFL. Yeah, 
Um, he's got a chip on his shoulder. Um, and not a bad guy to back up Cleek Hudson. He sounds a lot like his brothers. Does he, it's, not, it's not hard to tell who he's related to when you listen to him talk. Yeah. Uh, our middle linebacker, real excited about Devin Bush. He's a missile. He is a missile. And another guy that has no regard. Uh, yeah, there's a guy that you worry about too. But again, he, he's got that same body type. It's like a mass. It's almost like just... It's like a... He's arm. a little bit stout, that guy. He's not very tall. Nope. What's he, about six foot? Maybe not even. This reminds me of uh, Ian Gold and, um, well, as far as the size goes, but not Devin the Bush. speed. This Devin, guy's got some attack Devin, mentality. This yeah. reminds me of like a Florida State linebacker. or, or Well, he was a Florida State legacy, as we know. Oh, that's right. His old man was on that. Bobby Bowden squad. Um, Devin Bush, I think one of his issues is going to be staying eligible and not getting kicked out for targeting. Um, He is a wrecker of people and just don't target people and stay in the game. Well, that Um, should be... I mean, that should be fairly... I mean, if you can't coach your guys up not to target then there's something either with your coaching, and I don't buy that, or with your coachability. And if you can't not target somebody. Yeah. Uh, but well, there are guys who are moving at such speed and with such instinct. He's and the game, he's like an old-school player where it's just heavy contact. and He's, he's got a bloodlust. Yeah, right. So he could be one of those, and I probably, and I'd probably lean towards he's got a bloodlust, like you say. And he's just an old school fencic type that. Yeah, sorry about that, but I just. I'm going to take your head off if you come into my area and try to catch the ball. I mean, what are you talking about? Sorry about your hole on you. Um, Our weak side linebacker is also our captain. Nate, nothing weak about him. Mike McRae. I I grew up with a kid named Mike McRae. Oh, yeah. Did you you know the McRae's? No. Uh, wasn't the, not the same McCray, but good guy. Anyway, yeah. it's good to see captain the Michigan bubble team be Mike McCray. And, and how much cooler is it to know that his dad was uh, captain of the, uh, the Buckeyes? I mean, can anybody say that? Has that ever happened? I can't imagine it's ever happened. Probably My dad so. was captain of OSU. I'm captain of Michigan. That's probably never happened. I can't imagine it has. It's a cool... Uh, it would be a cool... 30 for 30 yeah uh, about the two lives of the two guys because um, I don't know anything about his dad uh, obviously but seems like he probably played uh, when I probably just started watching I don't know but my guess would be that he probably did he's uh, back in the late 70s early 80s but he probably could he could have played in the Mike late McCray, 80s as far as I know Mike McCray is a solid backer big oh. man big man 250 well, you're only as good as your last performance, and his last performance was damn good. Yeah, yeah. But he couldn't do it all. He's not the uh, fleetest of foot. Um, but they don't ask him to be the fleetest of foot. Um, I think there's times where on tape where he's chasing someone down, and uh, I think oftentimes that's not his dude. He's trying to make up for somebody else's mistake and is chasing the guy and can't quite catch him 
I'm sure he's been beat, and I'm sure he's missed assignments, but he's made a lot more assignments that he's not. He's yeah. a solid contributor. Um, he's a great backer. I mean, first team all Big Ten type guy. I would imagine. You would think he's he'd in, be in the conversation for that, unless somebody team. really comes up. Yeah, Buckeyes has some backers, but yeah. Well, and the Wisconsin usually does too, but they're dropping like flies lately. Yeah, see, she's just out. lost an. Oh, he, they just lost their other starting backer. Oh, jeez. This week, two, three days ago. That's too bad. But so but they that. have a, you know, um, uh, uh, a three D printing machine, right, in Wisconsin that prints nothing but linebackers. I, I did believe so. Anyway, yeah, we're in good shape with backers. Um, I'm backing them up, we've got. Uh, uh, not a lot of depth, though. Uh, Mike Robleski gets a lot of talk. He's good. I think he's a walk-on. Is that right? He is, and he's good. And he's and he'll get some play. Right? Yeah, Robocop likes Robocop. And uh, Josh Uche, I think uh, people are excited about Josh. Um, I don't have a a whole lot of concern with our linebackers. I think we were. Well, in a Don Brown defense, they should be clean. <laughs> you would think that they would be clean. Yes. I mean, you're going to have to be double teaming someone up front at all times. Someone's going to be double teaming Gary. Uh, those linebackers should be running clean most of the time. I'm thinking Monet is going to occupy his fella. I mean, uh, Hurst will be by his guy. Hurst. I mean, so maybe that guy, the guy who was supposed to block Hurst can then go, well, I don't have to go to block anymore, so I might as well go try to block a linebacker. It could be, but at that point, the play is dead. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, no, the linebacker is going to be good, real good. Um, secondary, um, let's start in the back here. Um, Tyree Kennel is our free safety. I like him. Yep. Experience, yep. junior, yep. leader, vocal. Solid Seems recruit, pretty heady. As I recall. Um, yeah, I got no problem with uh, Tyree Kennel. Big hitter. Um, knock on him is coverage. Well, that's where our D-line helps them get their feet under them. And maybe he's come, maybe he's made improvements. Which sounds like he has, like everybody else. Yeah. You would think that, that jump. And uh, our well. strong safety is... Uh, our buddy at a, it's Devin Bush's teammate in high school is Josh Menelis. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's might be my Big favorite hitter. favorite player on the squad. I he like is Josh a headhunter as well. He's a big, strong man. Got a nose for the ball. They, someone said he's a savant back there. I don't know if it was Coach Brown or who it was. Knows his knows his game, real good. Well, boy, we want that in the back end. Yep. Yep, you do. Yes, you do. That is a terrifying position if you don't know what's going on. But if you do, it's a, uh, my opinion, best position on the field. You get to cover all over the place. You're strong safety. You get to enforce the run. Yeah, you're almost like a, you're almost like a, uh, uh, rover. Yeah, to, a, to an extent, back you're there. A mercenary back there. For a weak side, even more. Yep, yep, yep. And now, to our corners. 
we've got to replace a few good ones. Real good ones. Well, the talk is Levert Hill's got one side locked up. Yeah. He has just been ascending. Yeah. But we've got to Zordich. Here's what here's what we know is we've got talent galore. Oh, yeah. We've got a lot of talent. What we what we don't know is who's going to step up and be Doctor Consistency because you can't get beat in one play on corner. You're if you're cooked at six points, and all it takes is one play. So you need to be solid at every every snap. And who's that going to be? Going to be David Long? Is it going to be Brandon Watson? We don't know. We don't know, and that's a point of concern that we don't know. Well, we don't know, but maybe they know. Well, that's possible. That's possible. Um, I have no sense either way. My, my initially, probably two weeks ago, I thought it was probably David Long, but we. I guess I I'm, I, I'm, I guess I'm and, uh, Hill, but right. And we, you know, Drake Harris is battling now over the corner, and uh, yep. Keith Washington's out of the mix. Yep. Ambry Tom Thomas is uh, yep. obviously crazy good, but has got no experience. Yep. Yeah, lots of talent there. I, I I'm, uh, gosh, I just think that D line. That's is going to be happen. so dominant that they are going to help these young D backs so much in this yeah. uh in this year. Like yeah. they it, it's working out perfectly because they can get a little confidence. Um and um I don't know. I'm just hoping that, that uh I'm hoping and I'm I'm fairly confident that, that it won't be an issue because of our D line. We shall find out. We yeah. shall find out. That would be uh, right tackle and our starting second starting corner. I think are the two big question marks. Yeah, that's not that's not a lot of question marks. No, really to go through and you've got two question marks. You've got you know you have talent to well, fill in those question marks, but you're just not. It is the youngest team in the NC two A. And they could be damn good. And they could be very, very good. I, I suspect they will be very, very good. But what we don't know is what we don't know. What uh, if you were to go back now that you've gone through? Well, let's see. Before we before we go any further, we do have a returner, returning punts. We're not sure who it's going to be. We think it's probably going to be fighting between um, Nate Johnson. Nate Johnson. Yeah, um, one of our. Uh, what was the DB that was doing? Was it David Long who was re- practicing some of those? I suspect a lot of those guys were returning punts. I know, yeah, I know, uh, yeah, I know. Just an interview that they were having some uh, different guys, but didn't seem to. Uh, uh-oh. Uh, Eddie McDoom. Yeah. Um, he was talking about how they were, but he didn't. He didn't seem to. Too high on it when they brought it up to him. The reporters brought it up to him. He was like, "Yeah, I've been practicing at it." Anybody didn't, but maybe that's just being part of the part of the submarine. Nobody's giving up anything. Yeah. Um, you know, whoever can catch the ball and not drop it 
that's regardless of how fast you are, how quick you are, we'll get it over the quick guy. Yeah, the, every time. Sure hands. So who's the different. sure hands? And we just don't know that at this point because that's a different animal. You've so, done it, Nate Johnson. You know how hard that is, yeah. Matt. Right? Yeah, you that's, that ain't easy. You've got to catch the ball with guys running full speed at you. Yeah, that's uh, that's tough. That's not tough. As easy tough as it looks. You got to have a little fearlessness in you, or a lot of it. We're talking about kick returners. And, and punt returners, but no, not kick returners, right? Yeah, so traditionally, your kick returner is some crazy athlete. Um, and a burner? And a burner. Um, often a tailback, a receiver, a D-back. Um, we got lots of options. I mean, People's Jones sounds like he'd be a hell of a kick returner. That wouldn't bother me. Right, yeah. Six um, two seems like Chris Evans could possibly get a shot at that. Yep, um, I'd be happy with that. Um, I'd be happy with uh, shoot any number of guys. We've got some burners. David some, Long uh, yeah, sounds not? like he could be in there. Um, same with um, Nate Johnson. Sounds like he can catch the ball and run with it. Amory Thomas has got wheels. Uh, I mean, on and on and on. Yeah. So we just don't know. We I, and that's like the least of my worries is who's gonna be a kick returner. We've got a ton no. of athletes. No. Do you know when to take a knee? Well, do you know how to catch a damn ball? Can you judge the speed of the defense coming down at you when you take it three yards deep? Do you and know on can a you get to the twenty-five to to, to uh, field it or to let it bounce out of bounds? Right. Can you judge the angle of that? Where's that yeah. going to bounce? And if right. it goes out of bounds, you get it at the 35. Let it go out of bounds. Yeah. And no one gets hurt. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm not worried about it, no. but excited about it because there's so many athletes who can house it. A lot of we're, we're due for housings. We're due for everything. Gosh. How about the breaks go our way and we get like the home unis? Yeah. No kidding. You know. How about the coin flips our way? Come on. What about my needs? A two-sided uh, buffalo nickel. Come on. Remember John Vaughn was a hell of a kick returner. Remember that? Yeah. God, John Vaughn. And then he went pro, and we were like, dang, he should have come back. That would have been cool. Yep. And then Bianca Batuka showed up. That was bad, too. Um, memories are fucking awesome. Yeah, they flow. Especially short term. Because those aren't seem to be very vivid. Um, so uh, that's our uh, squad preview. Uh, we went, I like the uh, squad, Matt. Offense, defense, special team. I like it. And you know, coming up at the end of the show, we'll go back to that squad preview and predict our sleepers. Yeah. And our team MVP. Yep. And then we'll get into the uh, Jack the Ripper segment. Oh, yeah. Taking some stabs. Multiple stabbings. Yep. Um, and right now, what we're going to do is segue... Uh, into the Florida Gators. Now, we'll be playing them in just a few days. This yeah. is what, Tuesday night? This is uh, Tuesday night. We'll play them 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time down in Arlington, Texas. At uh, AT&T Stadium, a.k.a. Jerry World. Um, a Taj Mahal of sorts. of. Do you like what we're dressed in? The, oh yeah, the all maze unis. Um, you, I do. Yeah, yeah. 
Why not? Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I got no problem with it. I got a problem with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Let well, me tell you something. I got a big problem with it. If you know, I, don't some... a, I don't have a big problem with them. Just like the universe, the uniforms are so beautiful. They're so beautiful the way they are. And you know what? If you're going to screw with them like that and make the, the jersey maze, then just make the whole inversion. Then make the pants blue. Yeah. Do the inversion. Uh, but why screw with such an iconic, gorgeous, beautiful... I don't... What Do you ever see Penn State? And I hate to even bring Penn State up for anything anymore. But do you ever see Penn State doing, doing alternate uniforms? No. Because what they've got is classic. Uh, anyway, so I understand it's all a business, and they want to blah blah blah. I don't have. But. I just don't have a problem, and I I came to terms because of our all white uh, road unis last couple of years. I prefer those, but we never used to have those. No, but I would prefer those. Yeah, I would prefer. Uh, I was skeptical of the. I guess what I'm saying is I was skeptical of the all whites, and then they look great. I like the idea of white pants with the blue tops and the helmets. Damn. I hear you. What's, what's tried and true is tried Why not true. just go back to what you got? Just the maze pants, the I blue unis, tops, and the, and the helmet. At least they're not screwing with the helmet. We're sitting down here in the Hellcast Studios, and we can't do a damn thing about it. So no. no. That's, that's kind of where it boils down to. I will be wearing a uh, hockey jersey for the game. I will not be wearing all maze. I will be wearing number four, purchased from the hockey club at the end of last year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah. I will not be wearing a hockey sweater. Um, not a sweater. I ain't going to be hot. It's a jersey. It's a jersey, huh? But you, I wish it was a sweater, like the old days. Bad. That would be bad. Oh, man. So, Florida. Dang. Uh, Jim McElwain is their head man. Son of L. Wayne. Yeah. He's like uh, uh, Little Wayne? Son of Little Wayne? And that, is that what that trans, translates to? Yeah, the Hispanic What's, Little Wayne. L. Wayne. L. Wayne. Hey. Son of L. Wayne. L. Wayne. Hey, man. Hey, Wayne. What you doing over and, there? And Little Wayne's sort of a fan of Harbaugh. So he's the son of, Har- of, uh, Har- of a friend of Harbaugh. Yeah. All right, interesting. Conflict of interest there. Um, what do we know about Coach McElwain? He was... Uh, Don't poke the bear. Yeah. It doesn't pay off. I kind of think he might be a little bit of a Coach Hoke uh, coach. I I'm, I don't have a whole lot of fear of no. Coach nope. McElwain nope. out-scheming anyone. No, there was no out-scheming a couple of years ago. No. That was a beating. When they took that touted defense in and just got raged. Yeah, they did. With oh, Jake Rudock. Untested. Pro quarterback Jake Rudock, as turns it turns out. out. Turns out. Uh, yeah. And I don't recall a Peoples Jones and a Tariq Black. Uh, God, I love when, I mean, I'll tell you what, when, when I ain't around a crowd, you know. I get that people's job. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I know some, that feeling. I need a crowd, man. I'm just lonely. Yeah. I, got me a, I got me a people Jones. You come out of solitary and whatnot. That's right. 
Um, yeah, no. So Jim McElwain uh, and uh, what's he going to roll out a uh, Doug Nussmeyer um, to combat Don Brown? Pat Hamilton. I will take that. Uh, yeah. Don Brown is going to drink Doug Nussmeyer's milkshake. Yeah. Is what's going to happen. Um, the great Doug Nussmeyer that orchestrated a 31-0 Notre Dame um, offensive game plan put exactly yeah. zero freaking points up on the Irish. I like our chances. Yeah, that, guy, that guy's trajectory has plummeted. He's... He, like, might, he might be good, but he... Coming to Michigan was his death knell Yeah, under, under that regime. Yeah, yeah. Well, it turns out, and McElwain's in the same boat, is Nussmeyer was uh, Alabama OC, and uh, you know what? How hard is it to coach those boys? Yeah. Right. McElwain's the same boy. See end zone run. Yeah. You are the biggest, fastest dudes in the country. Yeah. You're the best receiver and the best back, and I've got the best... Line, line you can buy. And Especially that line. Yeah. That line when Nussmeyer was there was crazy. Yeah. But <laughs> a bunch of pros. They were a bunch of pros. Yeah. And they stuck around and played again. Yeah. And, and, and then went The pro. same is true of McIlwain's offense. Uh, it was a who's who. Okay. So we're not concerned about Florida scoring. Uh, I'm not. They, they, have, they have three quarterbacks. Hey, that means you... What's the what's the old adage? You got two, you got none. When, yeah, when you got three, you got none. You got none minus one. Uh, you got negative oh, one quarterback. Wow, we've got we've got some. They, we're gonna you know now that's not going to. They've got a defense they're gonna run. They've got big strong arms is what it boils down to. I mean they've got a good defense. They've got a good defensive line. They've got uh, uh, some studs at defensive end, and our uh, freshman. Or untested defense, uh, right tackle. The right tackle, like you were saying earlier. Uh, they need but, to keep spit upright. We just—that's their. If they've got something going into the game, that they can sort of hang their hat on. It's that, and that ain't much. That ain't. An, I don't think it's enough. That's not enough to win the ball game. Uh, I think there's too many things that Michigan can hang its hat on. Uh, a quarterback, a fleet of running backs, um, a defensive line that is as good or better than their defensive line. Tight ends, fullbacks. I mean, if their best squad on, on the team is a push with ours, yeah, that's what I mean. Their defensive because they're replacing everything in the defensive backfield. They've got a, they've got decent decency up front. Um, They've got eight guys suspended. They've got their leading tackler injured. Um, They're replacing, for as much folks as say Michigan's got to replace a bunch, Florida's replacing a bunch. Yeah, like on the fly, too. Michigan's known they've had to replace these guys. These other guys have just... Now, granted, they're not... It's not like they were all contributors last year, and a couple of them contributed, but... Others were probably going to be looked on to contribute. They didn't recruit uh, for their uh, safety that's injured. They didn't recruit that position, knowing he wasn't going to be playing. Right. Their, uh, that's a top that's, wide receiver. Well, the wide receiver, um, according to somebody uh, that I was listening to, said um, Michigan hasn't faced 
somebody like that in a generation. Well, and okay, that, that dude from Kansas State was really good. I didn't. I don't follow him enough to know. Um, so he would be in the number one loss. But the, that safety that you just brought up, I think, is the is a really big loss yeah. because I think. I think, slot receiver up I, think, I think we're going to see some really swell uh, 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 a tree of passing like mm. we haven't seen and um, Pep Hamilton's going to eat that alive uh, the play action and the drops uh, I think um, with that extra weight that uh, Evans has put on he's going to be able to stay in there yeah. as a 2-3 down back yep. and run and block yep. and I think that's what I hear he's most excited about in his progress is his ability to be an every down back. Be an every down back and block and know, you know, when I need to step up and block. And it sounds like Ty, Ty Isaac's the same way. Yep. It sounds like he's really uh, figured out that if I want to be, if I want to play here, and if I want to play in the NFL, you know, I've got to be an every know, down guy. Yeah. I I've got to be able, able, you know, I don't have to be an every down guy if I don't play in the NFL, but I need to be able to a guy that can take the handoff or block on first down. Uh, um, and I think, I think, I don't know, who, who better to instill that in you than somebody's, you know, all these coaches have had this NFL experience. So anyway, very. Yeah, excited uh, for the matchup. Um, like we talked about, Florida's got a very good defense. Um they're missing. They've got the same issues that Michigan has in the secondary youth. Probably very talented youth. Um, they're probably as confident of the oh yeah, bunch youth. of athletes. Yeah, as Michigan as we are. Um, so let's let's just say defense is a wash, and I'm not sure it is. I think Michigan may have. Uh, they got Don Brown. Yeah. So, um, They've got Rashawn Gary. And Maurice Hurst. I mean, I, th- those two guys are difference makers. That's just yeah. no doubt about it in my yeah. mind. So it's a um, it's a wash plus for Michigan on defense. So it comes down to offense and special teams. And I, I'm there's no freaking way Doug Nussmeyer. I mean, sorry. Uh, our offense on the whole is better than their offense. Yeah. We have. Uh, We're going to make a couple more first downs. Yeah. We're going to put the ball in the end zone. Well, you, uh, you are, are. Are you thinking it's going to be a grinding, an, uh, sort of a neither offense is going to be getting a lot, or are you looking at? No, I think we wear them down. I mean, you think we're going to beat them down? I think we'll get to it at at the uh, stab of the score segment in terms of my final prediction. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. But um, I, I no, but I just mean if uh, no, I'm not looking like uh, beat him down. I don't mean beat him down as a as a score. I mean, do you think we're going to beat him down running and just run them and run them and uh, or or do you think we're going to spread it out or do you think what? what I don't. What's know. your opinion going in there? I, I don't know of our O line. To be able to punish them running the ball, um, but I think we keep them off balance. I think we have a short passing game, um, a lot of underneath routes. We've got tight ends that can squat. We've got slots and that can squat down, and we've got receivers that can stretch. Um, can we keep Wilton Spate 
clean is the big question. Because I think our passing and our running game will feed off of each other. Um, it just, that right tackle has me concerned. Can we yep. keep him healthy? Can Wilton's bait get through a ball game without that right tackle being a big enough problem that he gets whacked? Well, luckily, uh, Wilton Spate's a right-handed quarterback. Yeah. And uh, the big money is paid to the left tackle yeah. because you can't see the blitz coming from that side, Correct. as a most guys are left right-handed quarterbacks. He also Me, gets- I'm going to need to pay the big money to the right-handed, to the right tackle. Yeah. I mean, Wilton got whacked against Colorado from the right side. Ear hold. Yeah. Fumbled the ball. Yeah. Scoop and score. Um, we don't need that. Clearly. Yeah, you can't be getting whacked from your right side. Nope. Uh you, but as a quarterback. Nope. Here that's the side you're facing. Yep. Uh I mean it, You're also of the opinion that your line's gonna keep you clean. I mean uh, apart from a boot where you come off a uh, handoff going to the left and then boot to the right as you turn and spin if someone there is to meet you, that's about the only time as a quarterback you should be blindsided from your right side uh, on a pass. I would think. I'm trying to re- I'm trying to remember this play where he got nailed. I was at the game. So... He was looking to his left. I mean, he was... Drop back, looking over here, and he got on a blitz, got whacked. All right. Well, he needs to work on his feel there. Then he's got very good feel. He he, he did early it, on, man. It, he did, didn't he? Yeah. And it only well, here's the thing: is it only takes one play. Yeah. To not be aware, and that guy to sneak through. And then it just gets you uneasy the rest of the time. The rest of the day, he was not himself. The rest of the year. I mean, it can screw yeah. with your head for a long time, yeah, knowing can, what happened to you. You get ear hold, your attitude changes. That's no fun uh, for anyone. But here's the thing. He has been there, and he knows what it's all about. That's true. He's been through it. That's called experience, right? And, right. And that is what's good about this, is that's why he's going to play yeah. and to start. The man played Because he's got the experience. A bum collarbone or whatever injury that was. I mean, he's just tough... Not good. Obviously, he's tough enough. Yeah. Tough enough to play QB for Michigan. So, okay. So, on the whole, um, defenses being even, Michigan's got the better offense. I think they do. I think they do, too. With a, in, with a three-headed quarterback, which means no quarterback, yep. that means um, uh, you know they're going to be bringing in another a veteran quarterback would be a problem right now against our defensive backfield. Right. Picking apart our youngsters. Because you know if there's a problem, they're, they're, they're going to be quick to pull the trigger, the oh. way that everything's talking. It would seem that way. Yeah. I don't know that. But yeah, it would I mean, seem to me the, the trigger is quick to be pulled. Yeah. If there's a problem with their quarterback, they're going to give him some equal shots. Well, equal shots means um, finding no comfort level or no consistency or no no uh, uh 
uh, mojo dropping back when you you know where it's coming. The heat seems to be coming from this side. Yep. Well, I'm a new quarterback. I mean, that seems like a death knell for their offense is is trading quarterbacks. Yep. It's almost like they need to choose one yep. and just say, "Okay, boy, you know, th- this is your game." Yep. Um, but he'll get broken. Safeties will be tested early. That running game for Florida is going to have an advantage because I think what's going to happen is uh, Florida's running game is going to have the advantage that Michigan safeties are going to have to probably hedge on the deep ball to make because these Florida quarterbacks do have big, strong arms. They may want to go over the top, um, meaning that Brown's going to want to keep his safeties back to hedge. If Florida can't connect or if we've got pressure to the point where they don't have time to go over the top, then we can bring our uh, safeties down in the box to um, to blow up that run game. So that those first couple series will sort of, I would guess, three series from Florida. We'll, we'll find out real quick. Can they connect on the deep ball? Is the timing right? Do they have enough time, um, protection-wise, to get deep on us? And if not... Unleash the hounds and we can stuff the run, and game over. Game over at that point. Game if it over. gets to that point. If Florida can can connect deep on those first few uh, series, um, on at least a couple balls to keep us honest, that'll make the running game a possibility. Um, I've heard from a few different players uh, in the last few days that the defense is clicking. That our defensive backs have been is trial by fire with our receivers. Yeah, you you're getting cooked by Tariq Black and Peoples Jones and Crawford. Yeah, those. There's no shame in that. I don't think there is. You're I think it's almost like being like that. It's like Gary and Hurst. You know, you're being sharpened by yeah freshmen, but I think they're truly. You see these stats over the last several years of of. Uh, 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 five uh, f- uh, top-rated uh, top wide receivers in a, in a high school class, and and in, in the last ten years, their uh, yardage over five hundred has gone. You know, has gone from like three hundred to six hundred in the last ten years. I mean, they're, yeah. they're coming in. If you're the number one recruited wide receiver these days in the country, you're prepared. You're playing, and you're going to probably receive over. You're probably going to have five touchdowns and 500 yards. Yeah. Um, so um, we have that for sure in in um, the guy who's really lonely, Peoples Jones, and we may have that even more in the two inch taller Tarek Black. And if you're going to help over the top. Now you got a double team, guys. If Black and Jones are getting double teamed, I mean, what it, what you wouldn't give to be a slot or a tight end in that offense that's going to have single coverage with no help. McDoom, Perry, uh, Martin. We're not even talking about Krakoa Crawford, who's the veteran here. Yeah. Who, uh, who, Solid. who Brian? I think it was Brian on uh, Emgo Blog talks about seeing him becoming the Avant. Yeah. type receiver Who's that? that's the sure great blocker yeah. phenomenal hands yeah. doesn't ever drop a ball and i and uh and um and i love jason avon he's one of the 
finest receivers ever to pass through Michigan yeah. that I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and so if Kakora Crawford could possibly if he's Jason become Ibarra, that. We are, uh, we've got a very, very good oh. offense. Very good. Oh, pass to Jason Avant. Well, okay, it's caught. Well, that's first I mean, that's a, you, you knew it was going to be caught. And the sticks are moving. Always caught. Um, yep. I think it's the routes and the blocking that is difficult for a freshman. And well, he came through, and it sounds like as a blocker, and that's why like I think probably he got got some playing time. Can can run routes, and that's great as a leader for the younger guys for them to see. Well, what, what did it? What what did you do to get on the field? Well, uh, you know, I ran my routes and I blocked. You know, I blocked, uh, and I blocked, and I blocked, and I blocked, yeah. and uh, you will see some playing time as a blocking receiver. Even, I mean. Even if you don't catch a lot of passes, even with a lot of skill, if you can block as a receiver and you are willing to do that, yeah, yeah I mean, that's... So I'm interested to see which one of those guys, uh, the new guys. I know Kakoa Crawford is going to block for us. But which one of Peoples-Jones and Tarek Black is going to block? You take know? pride in that blocking. Take pl- pride in, uh, yeah, freeing yeah. that that running back. Because uh, that, that, that's uh, going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the difference between a first down and a touchdown for a tailback. Right. Yeah, so I look forward to that. I'm really confident. I'm really psyched. I'm really fired up. Uh, uh, don't really like the unis, but you know what? I don't really give it. That won't matter. That's the least of my concerns. No. no. The uh-huh. absolute least. Um, yeah, so we're feeling good about uh, I am. I don't, I'm the, not feeling bad at all. There's too much we, going on in Florida's world for them to be successful at this point. I don't think. I think they need a game or two to get their shit together. Yeah, and I, Jim McElwain's going to have to show it to me. I mean, if he's a better coach than Harbaugh, I'll tip my cap. <laughs> I, but yeah. I don't. I don't buy. I it. don't buy it. I'm not buying that. Um, let's talk uh, sleepers. Want to talk a little sleepers? Oh, on the hell Michigan yeah. squad. Hell yeah. I got some ideas on some sleepers. O or D? Or bo- well, we'll do both, but which got, one to start out for? I've got one on defense. On defense. And it's not much of a sleeper. but It's hard to pick sleepers because some of yeah. these guys are like, okay, yeah. well, they've got to be some guy who's playing. Yeah. Uh, my sleeper on D is a big-time recruit out of Georgia, Aubrey Solomon. <laughs> I think he is... Uh, He's going to find his groove. He's going to get some playing time and then do a little Wally Pippen. I th- well, possibly. I mean, he's just a giant. Who would, who would he Wally Pip? Monet is the only one, right? Well, yeah. Uh, um, he wouldn't. Wow. Be, he won't be Pippen. I mean, Hurst. to 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 know that there is Monet and Solomon who are who are who are right there with each other. At nose is uh, is unbelievable. That's a couple of nice D tackles to have. Oh in my that god! Pocket. And Solomon being yeah, he's another guy who ain't going to be around to redshirt. So mm-hmm. you might as well get him on the field, huh? Yeah, there's a real good chance he's a three year guy. Yeah, he's a monster. He is a monster. He's a man child. Um, so that's so, okay. Not not a huge limb on that sleeper, but that's my sleeper on D. You want me to go? Or are you going to go? Oh. Uh, yeah, let's hear your D uh, sleeper. What do you got there? D sleeper. Dang, that's a tough one. Um, I'm a big fan of. I mean, 
none of the like you said none of these guys are sleepers because they're playing and they're all really good recruits. really good recruits or players uh um i'm gonna go canal Tyree. yeah gonna have a big year i think so yeah i like that sleeper tough sleeper he ain't gonna have the biggest year but i think at the end of the year you're gonna go wow was it great to see Tyree Canil uh, step up? Step yeah. up. Yep. <coughs> you you yeah. know, another's coming. I like Tyree Canel. I like him a lot. Uh, offense, my uh, sleeper again. Not a huge sleeper. Maybe. Maybe. This is a, actually a pretty decent sleeper. I'm going to go with Oliver Martin. Oh, yeah. The uh, yeah. Flash out of Iowa. I don't know how many snaps he's going to get. I don't know how many targets he's going to get. But I feel like if they target him at all, he's just going to catch the damn ball. He's going to be open. Um, I like that guy a lot. I like our receiving core a ton. Um, and what's not to like with Oliver freaking Martin? He may be doctor production. Just old, old yeah. steady hands, you know, old move the chains. Yeah. I, I, I certainly hope so. I'm um, um, hoping for that. So he's my uh, he's my sleeper. He's got that name that sort of sounds like scientist. Remember uh, the Brady's cousin, Oliver, yeah, who had the round glasses and the yeah. long, like, sort of like... Blonde moppy hair. Blonde moppy hair, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, he sort of looked life. like a young John Denver. Yeah. You know, did John Denver, was he on this show? Uh, yeah. Oliver Martin uh, seems like a scientist. Uh, does not seem like, I don't know why it, I think of Oliver from the Brady Bunch. Well, they, um, share, they share a name. They, they share a name. But he, uh, Oliver from the Brady Bunch sort of looked to me, he sort of talked and uh, seemed more brainy. Yeah. And scientific than yeah. the other the Brady kids did. I don't know, the way he, I don't know. Well, he came from a different place. Yes, he did. Yes. Yeah. He did not have a mixed marriage. No. With, as it turns out, a gay father. Nobody really knew at the time. We all knew, but we didn't know. Right. We knew something was up. So he did come from a different place. Yeah. Uh, so Oliver seems like a technician to me. He's got the name Oliver Martin. Yeah, see, so he'll be, he'll be. It's he'll just be a matter QED. of time, really, until it's Oliver Martin. QED. NBA. I catch the ball. I yeah. score. Yeah, there will be an acronym after his name in a few years. Oh, the big O. PhD, MD, DO. My favorite Martin. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, you're a sleeper. On O. Yeah. I got two. But they're two different position groups. Talk to me, doctor sleeper. Because I can't be... One of them's really not a sleeper. And it's hard to even pick him. But I'm going to go Karan Higdon as a running back. Oh, like Karan. I like that guy. I, I just think that he's going to take over. We snaked him from Iowa. But my true sleeper on offense is is your biggest doubt. It's John Runyon. Wow. 
I think this guy is going to step in and feel that fatherly Michigan vibe and come into his own and make that right side a non and a non concern. That would make my and I'm not even sure he's gonna. He's he's the one who gets the job. Wow. But that's that's why he's my sleeper. That is a rip because he could be just Jawan. Let's. I, I would hope Jawan Howard actually is is is, well, pl- is trying out for a right big guy. Knock. Big knock, big knock, big <laughs> knock. I like that. Uh, I like that call. I like your confidence in our right tackle because I have none. Um, and uh, if the Blue is going to win a championship, and I think they're certainly in the mix. Somebody needs to step up. Well, that's you didn't a, think they would. That's a position that needs to step the f up. Um. Among and others, but there's only a few positions that need to step up because a lot of our positions are up. Yeah. And those are some boys. Um, team MVP, you got a thought? End of the year? In the prediction segment here? Well, uh, I have to imagine that the defense is going to carry this squad Yeah, this year. Yeah. Uh, and on the defensive side of the ball, um, I'm torn. Yeah, I, I'm torn. I, I think they're they're obvious two two choices, but I'm still torn yeah. uh, between Hurst and Gary. Yeah, I think one of those two guys will be the team MVP. Yeah, uh, but I'm going to go with. Uh, uh, well, is there somebody elected team MVP? Will we find out? Well, yeah, at the uh, bust. Oh, okay, at the bust. Yeah, the team elects an MVP. I'm going to say Hurst, because he's a senior, and Gary's going to get another chance to win it. That's the only reason. If Gary were a senior, I'd pick Gary. They were up the same age. But because he's the older guy, and because I think he's going to be so damn disruptive, teams are going to be concentrating on Gary, because he's such a freak. Yeah, you gotta pick. You gotta pick your poison. Who are you gonna double team? I can't uh, argue with that. I mean, you gotta. You gotta. Who's your MVP? Wilton Spate. Yeah. Damn! I hope that's the case. If we're gonna win a championship, it's gonna be Wilton Spate. Well, him or uh, Kurt Taylor. (laughs) Kurt Taylor Heisman. You figure if he wins the Heisman, he's gonna get MVP. (laughs) He's going to be the MVP. Um, but I'm going to go with Spate. Um, but I, I, I like your call. Uh, McCray is a good call. Uh, McCray? Senior. You know, seniors. I didn't pick McCray. No, but I mean, I'm I'm speculating here. Oh. Oh. In terms of... If McCray is the MVP of this team? He might be. He's got a shot. But I like your logic, though. I like your logic, though. It's obvious that the MVP is going to come from the defense. But if we're going to make that next step... If we're going to win a championship, it's got to be Spade's going to have to Then the MVP has to come from the offense. It's it's almost like a given. It's kind of like Coach Harbaugh and that one. But, I mean, who would you have chosen as MVP from 97, who are celebrating their 20th year anniversary at the Michigan State game, I believe, this week, this year? Well, that's Charles. All right, defensive player. 
Yeah, but he was a. He was wouldn't a you have said at the beginning that? Wouldn't you have said at the beginning of that season that somebody on the offense has to step up for us to win the championship, to be the MVP? I see where you're going. I hear you. And you've got a really good point. But it was the defense that led that Maybe. way. And we had a work a quarterback who could just play within the system and not make a lot of mistakes and run that fucking boot to Tooman. That was a sweet boot, though. Was it to Tooman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy Tooman? Jeremy Tooman, yeah. It was always open. Always open. God bless America. That was always open. Greasy it, was the MVP of the Rose Bowl. Yeah. But did they give a bust? And, and was it Woodson? I'm sure it was. He won the Heisman, but I'm it's sure it was. Let's look it up. Bentley's got that information. So, but this year, uh, I don't know. It's, it's it's very similar, except we've got crazy receivers. 1997 football team MVP Charles Woodson. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, maybe okay. Maybe it's enough that. Uh, Wilton is the MVP of the championship game. And your team MVP is Mahurst. That works too. Yeah, that'll work just fine. Hi, here's one. Which, here's well, multiple stabbings. Which player on the defensive side of the ball will be the first to knock out an opponent, opposing quarterback? Oh, God. Um,. Is Kurt Taylor playing? <laughs> Is he? <laughs> no, I guess not. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Bush because he's going to knock somebody out. You're going with Bush. Then Bush. I'm going to go with Chase Winovich. Yeah. Just because... Could be any number of guys. Click Hudson's not a bad call. Nope. Gary's not a bad nope. call. So many good... Monet, because he's so heavy. He lands yeah. on you, he breaks your shoulder. Yeah. I mean, you know, it just seems like he falls on you and you're out. We saw that uh, Penn State with uh, Big Allen Branch. Oh, yeah. Just crushed him. Oh, Sports Illustrated cover yeah. as he walks away. Just smushed him like a roach. Oh, yeah. Good times. All right. Yeah, and I'll we, stick with Bush because he's. Uh, all right. I'm sticking he's, with Winovich. He's somebody out. I like Serbs. I like Serbs uh, digging a ditch for somebody. Uh, what do you say we take a stab at the score? Since it's multiple stabbings of this Florida st- Florida game. Oh yeah, we've got the knife. Um, it's a minus four spread, forty five point total. Is it really? Uh huh. Michigan's favored by four. By four. Gosh, I feel like I should put money on that. Um, shoot, by four. Here's the thing. First I, game of the season. I just don't know how Florida's going to score more than 10 points. I just don't see it. You see them scoring 10 points, do you? I don't, but I can I'm, I can see a turnover in a short field, and they punch it in, and uh, they make a, a drive on a big like reception, and then they stall out and kick field goal. I can see that. Yeah. Um, there's your 10 points. And I see Michigan scoring uh, 27. I can see 27 on the board for the blue. I can see more, but conservatively 27 10. 27 10. 27 10. Prediction right here. My prediction is 44 to 3. Oh my gosh. 
That's beautiful. 44 to 3. And uh, how do you see that playing out? Uh, we score 44 points and they get a field goal. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just I mean, like, yeah, what, what more do you want from that? I mean, that's, I look uh, for a thorough domination and they can't score and um, their only chance is a field goal and they get it. If I we mean, get 44 in that defense, then we're, we've got a banner year. I think their defense is overrated. How do you feel on the... Remember their uh, defense a couple of years ago? Highly touted. I hear you. But we've, they lost 41-7. Yeah, we did. We crushed them. And I believe Harbaugh's going to want to score more than a couple of years ago on him just because he's been... Malcolm Williams has been poking the bear. Yeah, the shark humper. Yeah. Um, do you have any... As we're continue to stab, do you have any thoughts on the season preview, the season outlook? Uh, I like the schedule. We got twelve uh, games. Um, Wisconsin losing that linebacker is looking better and better because that was a, a scary game. Although they replaced linebackers, that I unusual clip. Uh, um, Ohio State is great to have home, but man, that's a freaking juggernaut. That is a juggernaut. Especially if they do an up-tempo offense. Uh, um, but we, it's at home, and, and that is huge, and we are due. And the law of averages say... We do have Greg Fry. Yes. And we have he some knows other freaks offense. on this team. He knows that offense. Uh, Michigan State at home should be a a, a bloodbath. Oh my God! I'm not sure they score a point. Uh, they probably will, but I don't know how they're going to get it. Penn State on the road. Um, God, I mean, I'm never. I mean, I've learned not to be afraid of Penn State. I mean, Penn State rarely wins against Michigan. Um, it gosh, is, it doesn't happen very often. Uh, I don't know what it is, but they shit the bed against Michigan. Um, so uh, that's that's the toughest game that I see. Yeah, it looks like um, a four- and Ohio. I mean, beyond Ohio State, but uh, Penn State on the road. It, uh, like, it kind of looks like a four-game schedule, doesn't it? Florida at Penn State at Wisconsin, Ohio State. Yeah, that kind of looks to me as four games. The other games you gotta win. Um, so of those four games, four and zero, three and one, two and two, one and three, zero oh and four. We know what your Florida th- thought is. Yeah. Uh, well. And of course, predictions at this point are folly. We don't know of injuries and the whole bit. I don't see how whiskey can score. Yeah. I just don't. They're they're one of those teams that just don't have weapons um, against this defense. I think our defense matches up so wonderfully against their offense that they cannot score. Tough place uh, to play. Tough, yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Camp Randall. But if you can't score in November, it's it's, it's tough to win. 
Um, no doubt about it, and uh, no doubt there. But uh, if uh, you know, you you can't keep replacing starting linebackers forever. At some point, years. your fountain of linebackers runs dry, and uh, I'm guessing Cinchy and then this latest one, they probably have another, but it ain't gonna be. Wisconsin's got ten games to figure out their linebacker. Yeah, that's true. And Sitchie's a big loss, but they have historically replaced linebackers. Yeah, well, that's like the deepest of their positions. Uh, we should have buried them last year. The big, the big mantra is this year is finishing games and not letting people hang around. And you know why? Because there were three losses. Five points total. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Wisconsin should have been buried. Yeah. Well, they we, hung around to get Kenny a Allen had a terrible game. Uh, he missed a couple of field goals. Um, I just, uh, gosh, I'm going to go. Uh, damn it. Matt. Yeah. I'm going 4 now. You're going to go run the table. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, what kind of fan am I if I don't think we can beat all those teams? Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to, I'm thinking too here. Um, yeah, I mean, Cincinnati Air Force, Purdue, Michigan State. As long as Air Force doesn't cut the legs out of a couple of key players on our defense, uh, running their triple fucking option, uh, and ruining our season, which I'm, you know, uh, that's a big worry playing Air Force. Yeah, I'll be sitting here waiting to throw a 50th birthday party, yeah, hoping they, that Monet's knees don't get blown out and Winovich's knees don't get blown out. It's cut blocks. Yeah, yeah, right. So, uh, uh, but if we can stay healthy, man, I do. I just think we we match up with everybody, and we've got Ohio State at home, and we're due. And for that reason, I mean, Penn State. Come on. The raucous arena. McSorley's going to have no time to drop back and, and, and chuck balls downfield. There's just going to be no time for that. Now, Scott Barkley is the real deal. There is no doubt about it. Um, but I just... We've shut him we down. We have shut him down. We have shut We him have got down. to be in he- his head at this point. Yeah. Y- you mean, know what it's like to get to be to have somebody in your head. It's hard to shake. Yeah. It's hard to shake. He's the best back of the nation, and we have owned him. Owned him. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't see a loss on the schedule. I don't see a one. I think the difference maker is Greg Fry. Plucking him was a genius move. Freaking genius <laughs> move. Yeah. Shores up the O line, and it downloads. Wilson's playbook. Two yep. birds, one stone. Yep. Harbaugh will never have a more prepared team going into that Buckeye game. No. We get him at home, and we got Charles motherfucking Woodson as our captain. 
no way we lose that ball game. And they're loaded, and I understand that. But we're no. Uh, they were loaded last year, and we beat them in, at home. And you know, so I, I'm not. I don't even. I don't care about being loaded again. Uh, you're not loaded in the defensive backfield anymore. Conley's gone. Uh, you've got three guys gone. Yeah, well, Conley was awesome, awesome. Well, they had another guy who was awesome, awesome yeah, in the did. defensive backfield, and too. they always do. They have great backs. And I'm sure they're reloading with uh, another crew of phenomenal backs. But you know what? Yeah. So they're, are we. Their front seven is... We're getting back to... Uh, we're, we're both reloading. and um, Their front seven is outstanding. Outstanding, outstanding. You know, it's a punch. It's, it's like a fighter's punch. If you can withstand a, a, a first punch and then rise up and fight on... Or when you take that first punch, do you fold? And so a lot of it's key, a key what gets on in these early on these games. And I just have a feeling uh, we're going to need that that big punch. We get the forty third to have home field advantage because OSU is going to help us with that big punch. We get the forty third Big Ten championship this year. We're going to knock out the schedule. I can't predict what's going to happen in the uh, playoffs. I think we lose the Big Ten Championship game to Illinois. Wow. The Western Division Champions. I mean, Minnesota, the Western Division Champions. Wisconsin? Huh? You don't think Wisconsin's going to win the West? I'm kidding. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. You think of P.J. Fleck. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, 12-0. Let's do it. Why not? Why not? It's 2017. It's been a 20-year anniversary since our last national championship. It's it's perfect. We're going to do this. And we started off with Florida in Jerry World in Arlington, Texas. It's going to be a beautiful start. We didn't start off with a patsy. God, it was Florida. Bless America. Well, here's to uh, a hell of a season, Mike. Hell of a cast. Um, no doubt. Long one. Sorry about that, folks. But we uh, we'll get a know. lot to cover. We got a lot to cover. Any uh, any special mentions uh, you want to shout out to? I got a uh, for the Florida game. I got a special shout out to a sophomore at the University of Florida, uh, Mr. Matt Johnson. Here's looking at you. Uh, oh yeah. I apologize for the beating your uh, school's going to take at the no doubt. Wolverines. Sorry about that, Matty. But um, you you know better roads ahead lie ahead for you. And I'm your, sure Daddy's got some uh, some uh, fire water to, to drown your sorrow in. Some elixir. There you go. Um, and to the rest of our listeners, you know, we just want to say thanks, and um, we're gonna we're trying to do a mailbag here and whatnot, so uh, we'll get that information and uh, we'll throw a link in the cast, and uh, y'all have a good time. We'll be back. We'll be back up at the Riv, taking in the uh, home opener. Oh, yeah, you're up at uh, Bowers Harbor, north of Traverse City, uh, as go. we always do together. We'll be up on the water. Taking in the game. Taking it in. The stars, the game. Tour yeah. of the old and elsewhere. The whole, the whole shebang. The whole shebang. Well, that brings us to an end, Matt. That's right, Mike. Appreciate the uh, hospitality. It's my pleasure. Let's Dang, it's so good talking about Michigan football once again. It's so wonderful. I'm so fired up. I am, too. And I'm <sighs> going to finish this out with a hail... A hail cast, go blue. Go blue! Go blue!
sitting down in Texas All the telephone lines are down That is flooding down in Texas All the telephone lines are down I've been trying to call my baby But I can't get a single sound are rolling And I'm standing out in the rain So the dark clouds are rolling And I'm standing out in the rain baby and I'm going back home to stay I said I'm leaving you baby and I'm going back home to stay I 
tornadoes And the sun shines every day Phone lines are down. 